Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with a This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am, as I am. And my G's still pumping. Hold on the culture, you know that my doja culture game over, soldier. I'm cooling. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor. Don't mean it, it's so jib, but fuck the vultures, ah. Feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, ah. Crank up the focus to get it amplified. Feel it's in the skillet, but still it's some bigger fish to fry. Designed to recline and sip the chateau. Plotting on the bronze behind with a banging natural. Is he a rebel, a rascal, is that a Roscoe? Tweak the treble, the levels will make the fire flow. Scripting live. Do it live! Well, of course that is, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, June 27th, 2018. I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and joining me, per usual, co-host extraordinaire, spring on our good pal, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's happening? Hello, you people. Hello, you people, indeed. Um, yeah, what's going on? How are things? How's your week? Ah, things are good. Things are going just fine. Good to hear. Good to hear. That's uh, before we get into topics and subjects and wrestling, uh, wrestling, uh, you know, the everyday uh, wrestling fair. Let's go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. How you can get in direct and indirect contact with us uh, if you want to. Call the show. Uh, the ways to do that verbally. Uh, there are two ways. You can call us live right now, the next you know, two hours or so. 347 202 0103. Call us live. Uh, get in line, and we'll uh, definitely uh, get you on air before the, uh, before the show is over. Again, 347 202 0103. Another way to do that is to leave a voicemail. And uh, anytime, uh, obviously, during the week, uh, you can drop us a voicemail, and we'll play it live on air. Uh, so call our voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Uh, once again, that's 415-787-5229. Drop us a, a VM, and we will, uh, as I said, get that thing played on uh, on air live while we discuss things. Uh, and uh, email, that's another way to get at us. Find us on the email tip, eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Looks like right now we've got one in one. One VIP, one non-VIP. Uh, so remember to uh, label appropriately where you want your email read. And uh, you can find us on Twitter. Find the show at eastcoastcast, twitter.com slash eastcoastcast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. Um, oh man, that didn't take off. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so get at us on Twitter, and last bastion of get at it, you find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash PW Torch East Coast Cast. Uh, drop us a line there. 
share stuff with us there, say hi there. Uh, we did have... We did have a like or two this week. Let's uh, recognize. So... So yeah, so well three, uh, problematic Sean. He gave us a like, you know, about damn time. That's all I got to say about that. Uh and uh Douglas and Ricky. Douglas uh Petrie, Petier, Douglas P and Ricky Johnson. So appreciate y'all for the uh likes. So yeah, share the share the page on your timeline, tag all your wrestling buddies in it, let them know the deal, spread the love that way. So yeah, Cam, headlines, poll results. Where are we starting? Um, kind of, kind of one of those weeks where there's not like a singular thing that really sticks out to me. Um, we're in six polls. Um, the first one was about the UK tournament um, from Monday and Tuesday, which I did get to watch in full. Forty-four um, percent of voters feel like it's about on par with last year's. Thirty-eight percent said it was better. And 18% said it was worse. Um, I didn't think it was quite as good as last year's um, for a few reasons, but it was still really good. It was, it was, a, it was still a really good show. Like It wasn't like it went from good to bad. Um, I just thought that that first one was, was really good. Um, let's see. The, uh, the second poll was more in line with what's going on in the main roster. Since all these acts have kind of gotten shine over the last week or two, it was, uh, you know, what former NXT tag team do you think has the most potential as a team going forward? Uh, 12% said Revival, 21% said The Iconics, 22% Sanity, and 45% AOP, which I think is good for AOP, especially in the role they were cast in. Um, probably the largest story is finally a sense of direction in this Bailey-Sasha Banks storyline. And, um, of course, Bailey finally let some aggression out on Sasha Banks, attacked her after the match, cussed her out while she was beating her up. Um, 78% said it's about time, so as far as their initial reaction, and 22% said that they didn't see it coming. So, I mean, it's still good for WWE. They did still surprise some people. Um, probably I mean, the best. I was one of those 22%, and I don't want to say surprise, but it was – I was very specific in how I answered. I didn't see that coming. I, I didn't see it coming like that, for sure. But obviously, no. it was, yeah, it's all coming. It was the thing they've been teasing, but yeah. Um, so Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins had a really, really good half-hour match, uh, rematch for the Intercontinental title. Um, and what I asked was, if this changed your view of Dolph Ziggler as an act. Uh, 3% said, yes, it changed their view of him as an act, and they weren't high on him before. Uh, 6% said it changed their view, and they were already high on him. So, so you know, both things are good for him. Um, 44% said, no, that match did not um, change their opinion on him, and they're not high on him currently. And 47% said no, because they were already high on him. So, you know, I think that I mean it's good for him. Like either like the match was good, but that's about he basically got a fifty-fifty split uh, yeah. between people that that are that like him or don't. That's to really me, that's after this long, like that's probably good. You know what I mean? Like 
after yeah, this plus long. Yeah, if you add on that other nine percent that said that they were high on them or down that little that you know you know what uh, uh, is now is high on them now. You know, you add that to the. I mean, that's a that's definitely good for him, but. I, I would turn that to the end. I would invert that and go, you know, he's had all all this time, and I'd do it the opposite way. But, yeah, both, I think obviously, the numbers say both arguments can be made pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if you, I mean, if you just resign and, at worst, people are lukewarm on you, that's eh, okay. That's good for the pocketbook. Um, you might never be bigger than you are, but you're big enough. Like, that's, you know, not everybody gets to be a superstar. Um, but also not everybody gets to make a living doing this, and he's done that successfully for a very long time. So um, I think working with Seth Rollins absolutely helps, especially the pace that Dolph Ziggler likes to operate at. You can't have that match with everybody. Um, So, you know, really good stuff. Um, Fifth poll, uh, Bobby Lashley leaving WWE was brought up as a counter to Roman's inability to beat Lesnar over the last few years. Uh, does a wrestler's loyalty to WWE matter to you? Now, 88% said no, and 12% said yes, and I'm calling a lot of those 88% liars. <laughs> I'm absolutely calling them liars because people always say stuff like Brock should show up for work. Like Brock not showing up for work is kind of the crux of why they even had those two in uh, a pseudo number one contender standoff. Um, so, like, I think it's nice well, to say that it, it doesn't matter. Can't you say those people are like they just personally want to see Brock and Matt? Like, they're you know, even if you want to call them selfish, like it, you know, I mean, it is so against the norm. Like, literally ninety nine point you know seven five percent of your roster does a thing one way and here's a guy that does it another way completely going against what you're used to i think that's natural as you know i think in that sub in that there are some people that are extra with it but i, I but i think the initial kind of uh rock should show up for work is i want to see him every monday or at least you know every pay-per-view yeah. But no, again, I'm not saying 88% of people are liars. I'm saying there's a contingent in that 88%. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so. Oh, let me let me let me yeah. ask. So I didn't see the first. Uh, I turned it on uh, right as like the they got the last two zingers in on each other and somebody interrupted. Uh, so I didn't see like the first you know eight, ten, or twelve minutes of Raw. What was the uh, what was the line that Les that that Roman said about Lashley leaving. Well, basically, he said, uh, kind of what's in the poll, he's like, yeah, he's like, weren't you gone for like 10 years? And he was like, for people who don't know, Bobby Lashley used to work here. And he quit to pursue his MMA career. How'd that work out? And I I absolutely think that there's subtext there and that it's a shot at CM Punk. Like, I I genuinely believe that. That That he caught a body on that. Um, well, Punk is a way bigger star in 2014 than Bobby Lashley was when it was in 07 or whenever he left. Oh, I'm not arguing that. But I think yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. say that unless CM Punk didn't do so hot in MMA. Like, I don't, I don't think yeah. it comes up. But, um, and you know, see, and Lashley, like, one that was a really good crowd. Like, a really good crowd. 
um, and they responded to things like Bobby Lashley's delivery isn't the best, but when Bobby would drop like an important line, they definitely reacted, and when Roman dropped an important line, they definitely reacted. Like this was a great crowd. Um, but Bobby was like, "Yo, like you, you've been here, you've been trying to beat Brock Lesnar for like three years, and you haven't gotten it done. They want somebody they know is capable of doing it." It was it was really good. Um, yeah, but kind of like the whole thing was the reason I bring Brock up. It was that due to, I don't know if they said loophole or snag in his contract, Brock Lesnar doesn't have to show up at, I think, Extreme Rules. So there was going to be a multi-man match. I don't know if it was going to be for the title. I can tell like it was going to be for the title the way they framed the story, but now it's going to be something else. Like That's actually the story they told. So it was about them. It was going to be a multi-man match in, mm-hmm. with Lesnar in it, and the title was going to yeah. be the line. Yeah, so now it seems like maybe we're getting a number one contenders match between Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns, maybe. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a really interesting uh, kind of standoff that they had talking about that. Um, and then the final poll, um, Shinsuke Nakamura was pulled from last night's SmackDown as he was bitten by a police dog. Now, we can probably talk a long time about this, but... Police dogs rarely bite you on accident. Like, very rarely. Like, the whole thing about a police dog is that they're better trained than all other dogs, unless they're being trained to do something, you know. I, my my late great dog, uh, my man Bishop, took Bishop to PetSmart one time for a haircut. And Bishop was so well-behaved during the entire haircut. Um, was great in the store, going in and leaving. And then as we're leaving... Black guy walks in through the doors, and Bishop starts to bark his head off profusely. Now, I mean, does Bishop have a like? Did he have a history of barking at black people? Yes, yes, he did. Um, so I don't know, like, if where I don't know where they were, but yeah, especially when they the, come I, through I, doors. I mean, that's exclusively when I would see him and hear him and you know experience him barking at me specifically. Yeah. Is what I'm yeah. coming through the door. So that's it. So, so yeah, I don't know what that police dog did, but basically, the last poll was: um, Have you been bitten by a dog? Fifty-seven um, percent said no. Forty-one percent said yes. Two percent said yes. And here's the story. And our man Kevin uh, from the fantastic Stun Granny podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin says that I was a moron trying to break up a fight between Kia and our friend's dog Jake, despite the ex telling me not to. Uh, he got uh, got me, but then immediately stopped fighting and licked me an apology. Um, used to be able to see the puncture holes. Now I've absolutely been bitten by my own dog um, because my dog was a brat. So I have you ever seen Kia? Like she's got some size on her. I mean, I'm sure. Oh no, I, no, I have not. Bless, bless his heart. Bless, hey, Kevin, we're trying to break up fights between dogs. Smart guy. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of people have apparently been bit by dogs, but not as many as have not been bit by dogs. So. I've been bitten by a dog in the last calendar year, so, yes. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I still see a scar on my thumb. Uh, There's a scar on my thumb. It looks like I have vitiligo on the thumb because it's super pale. And it's from when I was five, and I got bit by my my great-grandmom's dog, Prayer. So, yeah. Did the dog have an opinion, and then you had a dissenting opinion, but you were really loud about it? And I was reaching out to pet her, and she just bit me. 
Oh, okay. I'm just trying to see when that started. But okay. I'm glad you're safe. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a lot of people bitten by dogs, though. 41% yeah. of our poll. I would I would have thought there'd be there'd be less, but yeah. Uh, I got bit by a dog during sex, like a nip on the hand. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. What? That that didn't sound right. I was smashing the owner of the dog, and he was being no, no, no. I, Mojay I Simpson was his name. Okay. Yeah. I was not implying that there was anything. Oh no, 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 no. I didn't. Because I, I once it came out. So I've had a small dog for a very long time, and the only time it's funny, he would interrupt. Like if you if we're like laying on the couch, because I, I, mean, I had Bishop before I was dating. In fact, so if I'm like with a girl, like just kicking it, then Bishop wants to be all in the business. As soon as that Jodeci comes on, Bishop was right out the room. He's like, I don't want no yeah. smoke. That that drink so far gone comes on, and Bishop's like, all right, I'll catch y'all later. Gonna hit the old hay. Made this mistake before. (laughs) All right. Um, So, yeah, so uh, this was kind of a week, like you said, that wasn't, uh, you know, headline-wise the most exciting. It's just one thing, one big thing didn't stick out, uh, unless I'm... uh, just missing something, but I don't. But I don't but think so. Just stuff to kind of recommend. Um, if you haven't seen Dolph, Seth, watch that. If you haven't seen, uh, and I don't want to like, give it away. Some people aren't aren't hip to it yet. If you haven't seen the finals of the UK tournament, definitely check that out. I've never seen good matches all through, but the final really sticks out. And definitely Mustache Mountain versus. Uh, undisputed era from the UK tournament. Like there, there are some, there are some things there that really stick out. Um, those two matches, I'd say, like definitely find the time to watch those. Like really good stuff. I didn't see any of the UK tournament. Um, I didn't know it was on until I started getting alerts on my phone. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I was like, oh crap. Um, well, that's. You know, and then again the next day, like, oh, that's still going on. Crap, I was supposed to like, get a meeting to try to catch some of that. And then, yeah, I just, the week, you know, just gets away from you. And, uh, but, yeah, I heard it was I heard it was decent. I heard it had, yeah, like you said, the finals, I heard that was uh, certainly worth watching. But um, I, I'm not a fan. Like, I like the, two, the, the 205 or the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. Format I like the May Young classic format. Um, matter of fact, I, don't, I, I like the Cruiserweight classic format much better. I didn't, you know, than the May Young. But I like uh, if it's going to be a tournament. I don't want to. Two days later, yeah, tournament's over. Here's your here's your winner. Like this isn't darts. It's not. Uh, you know, like mm, yeah, I'm not a fan. Like I'm not sure how it's how would have been a fan of the. UFC tournaments that they would hold in like one night or the Pride tournaments, like, fam, you got people fighting three and four times in a night, like that's that that can't be good. Now, obviously, we're talking about wrestling, but 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 it's still the same kind of. Well, even in context, yeah, they had um what they did um the semifinals 
I mean, the finals in this. I'm sorry, the quarterfinals and the semis are in the same night, and then the finals are the next night. So there was at least a split there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm acknowledging for sure, sure. Two day, two days. It, it was the same last uh, uh, in yeah. the first one. Um, first UK tournament. Probably a really cool moment to come out of that. Um, of course, you know Triple H was there announcing that there's going to be uh, NXT UK. But so Shawn Michaels comes out to thank everybody, and the crowd's chanting one more match, and he says, "You all have to stop doing that." And then goes about what he's saying. I was like, "Thank you, Sean. Like, like, thank yeah. you for being that guy." Well, wasn't like, there was stuff coming up? Didn't he say like two weeks ago, "Oh, I could have one more match." So shouldn't he? You know, he's I feeling that. Clarified. He's like, "Nah, I'm cool. Okay. I'll just we'll, we'll chill on that." Okay. All right, let's uh, see what's on some folks' mind. Uh, hit us up again, 347-202-0103. Get in line. Let's uh, start things off. I should know this number by now. I think they've called it enough. Is it Ryan in uh, uh, Maryland, maybe? 240. Yeah. Uh, who's hey, Trent, no, this is on markets. Markets. Lamar, what's happening? Marcus is done. Yeah. Not much. Yeah, uh, DC, right? I really have. Yeah, DC, yeah. I mean, Maryland, yeah. but yeah. In, with Man, yeah, okay. DC city limit, so. But, um, I guess I have, like, wrestling related topics, not really wrestling topics at all, but I guess it's been a good time since SmackDown's going to be on Fox and we'll Fox, well, with, like, Disney and Fox, like, version and all this stuff. Say. So, <laughs> Basically, who like which wrestlers do you think resemble resemble uh, comic book characters, uh, specifically like Marvel comic books? Because I could just say they made a um, a Marvel show based off like the wrestlers themselves. Like I could see like um, Vince McMahon being Magneto, Johnson has like a. I, I could see like Johnson being like uh, playing Cyclops. Cause they have this uh, some of the same features, and Johnson has this like Boy Scout. Um, no, yeah. Who would be Wolverine to fuse with him? Cyclops. Who would be his natural? Is that Punk? Can Punk pl- uh, pull off a Wolverine? I can see. Well, I can see uh, Rusev. Yeah, mm. anything about Wolverine? Wolverine's like sort of short and like no thick, like Rusev is. Well, not short, no short, short, but like compared to. No, like, he's, yeah. I mean, he's not like six foot five or anything. I don't think, but no, I can see like Rusev or someone like. Just, I mean, just for the size comparison. I think I, if I was casting, I'd, I'd want, that, uh, you know, if I was dr- doing that yeah, artwork, you know, or whatever, putting together that uh, uh-huh. that, that Photoshop, hintity hint hint cam, uh, I'd put, <laughs> yeah, I'd put cam in that, or I'd put right. in Wolverine roll. Over, okay. over. Oh, yeah, that's my. Sure, there's a better. Okay. Maybe a better. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that was my first question. Like, you're like, to cast like certain wrestlers that like comic book characters, who you think resemble or would be a good fit? If that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Sure you got anybody? Cam. Um, I like 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 when you said Wolverine initially, I was like I was like Gable, like Chad Gable, is the guy oh, thinking shit. about size, thinking about build. But he um, have too much of a baby face though, right? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if he can grow like hair on his face. 
you know, but probably because they don't they don't have him do it. You know what I mean? Um, who who are some other good ones? Like there's a probably five guys on two hundred five live you can say can be Nightcrawler. Um, especially the guy they don't let. Noam Dar. Right? Yeah, he's the one though. Yo, and that's another thing. So Noam Dar is somebody who, to me, was kind of lost in the shuffle on two hundred five live, and Noam Dar yeah, showed up in the UK tournament, and you're like, oh, that's why they signed him. Because he crushes in a UK tournament. Like, wow. He's amazing. Um, who else? Like, And see, that's the thing. Like, I'd have Rusev as more like Beast um, in that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Still a cool. similar build, but I also think Rusev can, like, Do the he can articulate thing? that way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, he can be, he can, he can do both of those things. Um what about Charlotte if, like, Emma Frost or something like that? Or would that not be yeah. a good fit? Ma- and no matter of yes. fact, I would have, like, even though it's a different build, I would have somebody more like Alexa as Emma Frost in that she has that kind of snark and confidence about her, and Charlotte is more dominant athlete-esque. Like, how, who would you compare her to on that team? Um, I mean, she'd be more like a storm. Charlotte could be then, could Charlotte be blonde Mariah Hill Maria Hill as far as being like, like running a show like, like that leader not necessarily have a power but totally powerful and 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 and, mm-hmm. and got you know all kinds of control of all kinds of things and people and organizations yeah and then Triple H can be Cable just angry and big <laughs> and. Now, Rick Rude can be Cable because he'll shoot you. <laughs> he'll Get that thing on him. He's bigger than everybody, but he also has a bigger gun than everybody, and he'll just shoot you. Okay, okay I have two other related questions, and like one more after that. But um, if you could, um, I guess, take Wonder Woman's lasso of truth or have a, some kind of like truth potion, which. Yeah. I mean, who in the business would you use it on? For example, like... That's fucking the man. How can it not be? It's got to be Vince. Well, we I mean, I mean, I mean you have to qualify Vince, I questions. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> like for example, I was asked Triple H, like, uh, how do you feel about your NFC call-ups being treated on the main roster or... Oh, uh, yeah. As Roman Reigns sure. or, any, or anybody but, in the But if you had like, one shot at it, though. I mean, Triple H is definitely high on the list, but he's maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. Vince got to be the one. Vince, you got to, like, you know. And oh, I'm yeah, not even sure if I would ask him, like, wrestling. I would take. I'd ask him, like, so what's with the body fetish stuff, Vince? And then he'd probably tell you some shit <laughs> that happened to him when he was six. Or, you know, that's, too, yeah, usually how those things work. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I would take, like, a, hmm, I'd love to know what Natalia thinks of Stephanie McMahon. Like that's mm. something that would be interesting to me. Like mm. somebody who is a part of this wrestling family dynasty and is super talented, but still had to work to get where she was. And has probably heard every story in the book has seen how her family has been treated by this company. What do you think about, the person looked at as responsible for making sure that you're successful. Like, like, what do you genuinely think about this person? Like something like that would be really interesting. Um, like, I'd love to know what, hmm. 
I love to know what Triple H thinks of The Rock um, in that they are, like, that's the closest thing Triple H has to a contemporary, I think, and it's definitely in Triple H's best interest to play nice with Rock, and they probably actually do like each other. Um, you know, I'd love to know what Shawn Michaels thinks of The Rock. Like, like I, those interpersonal relationships with people who kind of cross paths, but for whatever reason, there's reason to believe there's an issue between them. Like, that that's the kind of stuff I'd really be into. Um, Would you ask Ryan, the, the Brandy Savage Stephanie question? No. Would you want to know? No. For, like, Okay. I, See, I would, like I genuinely that's one of those things in wrestling I actually don't want to know. Like I don't <clears throat> keep keep me out of that one. I mean of course like uh you know, Hogan is the one though, man. And and it's not just about like that one incident. Um I'm binging Thunder right now. Like I I've kind of went through from episode one. I think I'm on like episode fifty two of Thunder or something like that. And okay. right before Hulk Hogan faces Ric Flair at Uncensored for the title, and it's basically Flair gaining control of WCW and winning the title, or Flair losing and having to leave. And Hogan has this sit-down interview with nobody in particular about like Ric Flair and how he feels about David. He's established the only thing he cares about is wrestling. It makes him a terrible person on top of everything, and I want him gone with no type of fanfare and no type of ceremony. I just want that terrible person out of wrestling. And, like, you flash forward to today, and you're like, oh, my God. And Hogan even says, he's like, you know, um, they said I was doing, like, to say your prayers and eat your vitamins. Thing. Like, I'm a businessman. I have my own motives. And he's just like, oh, my God. Like, this is all so meta right now. And so just <laughs> asking Hulk Hogan down the line how he feels about people would be really, really – like. Not even people. Hulk Hogan, what is the value of people to you? And then just as telling him he has to explain it for 15 minutes. Oh, he'd be so It'd be great. What? Man. I would like to Hell ask everyone in, the, in W. Sorry. I, I'd like to ask everybody in w, WWE, including Roman, how they feel about Roman Reigns' push. <laughs> you know, everyone always gives that corporate answer like, He's a guy and stuff like that, and he's a good guy behind. I mean, backstage and stuff like that. I just want to know how they really feel about. If I was starting the company, look at him. I'd I'd push him too. Blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. Also, um, I'm not sure if I'm the only one, but like the Deadpool movies, like Deadpool one, Deadpool two. I'm not sure if I'm the only one, but I realize I cannot watch those movies more than once. Because if I watch them again, they it just seems very corny to me. I mean, I can watch the action scenes, but I can't watch, you know, the entire movie, like, from beginning to end. Do you guys feel the same way, or do you not have a problem with it? So, Deadpool 1 is one of those movies I can watch a whole bunch of times. Over and, and over. And, and like, I, I have not, like, I don't have the desire to see number two in particular, Um, but it's also a thing right. where... I don't have that access to it yet to, like, see if I want to watch it a bunch. Like, kind of going down the line, X-Men 2 is a movie I watched a whole bunch of times. Um, Right. First Class is a movie I watched a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. Um, I've given – I've seen X3 once. I've seen Origins (laughs) a bunch of times because it leaked early. I've seen The Wolverine Mm -hmm. a bunch of times. I have not watched Days of Future Past twice. 
and that's a movie oh, initially yeah. I liked in the theater, but I did not watch it twice. Um, I'll never watch X-Men Apocalypse again because it's horrible. <laughs> um, uh, as far as MCU, um, everybody's seen Iron Man a million times. I saw Iron Man 3 twice. Right. Iron Man 2 Everybody's seen Cap and all of them on TBS and uh, whatever, yeah, you know, I've seen Cap 2 a million times, Cap 3 a million times. I've only seen Doctor Strange once. And I really like Doctor Strange, but to me, it's on this like, really, it's Iron Man with uh with magic. And it's pretty much the same movie. Um, Ant Man is Iron Man. The, f- the first Ant Man movie. Is Iron whoa, 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 Be cool, be cool. <laughs> no Ant Man slander. No, um, I, I, I really like Ant Man. When I watch it, it feels yeah. like it just feels like this. It's, I mean, it just like the the way it's shot and filmed just feels like. Very much like yeah. the first Iron Man movie to me. I'm I'm a big heist movie guy. Like I like the ins and outs of of mm-hmm. heist and how they're set up. So that's a movie I have seen a bunch of times. Um, right. But uh, Guardians two, I only watched one and a half times. I think for just some stuff. Um, you know what? And I really like Thor three, but I've still only seen it once. So maybe I need to reevaluate how much I like it. But it's uh, on Netflix now too. Yeah, I know that one's out, but no. Um, just like you were saying, uh, Deadpool two right now. I don't think I want to watch it like a bunch, but I really like Deadpool one. I think a lot of that was making sure I caught all the in jokes, but it's a, it's it's one of those things where um, that it's a character I think they really respect. So I've been able to watch it a lot, but uh, no, there are a bunch of movies like that, but I, I like that one in particular. I just feel with, it's just the joke to me just seeing that get so I mean like in the breaking of what the four fifth wall whatever like it just gets corny after a while. But yeah, that's what the well, they're, they're, just, they're corny the first time and that's kind of uh, a, a part of it, the charm. I mean, yeah, and I mean corny in a way that that you laugh, but it's still like this chin, you know, this cheesy kind of, you know, fucking. Juvenile innuendo or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. ba- you know, baby, baby, baby legs and baby dick wasn't really funny the first time. I don't think it's going to be, you know, hilarious the second or third time. Right. So, yeah, I mean, some of the stuff it's just, you know, Deadpool. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, the last thing I have. Um, this is, I mean, this this is like off top, like very off top, but like. What are like words that people that you feel like people can't like describe themselves as? For example, I heard someone t- describe themselves as humble. I'm like, you can't you can't call yourself humble. Like, I feel like this word that other people can call you, but that's not a word that you can call yourself. Yeah. Because it just feels um, it feels ingenuine. I mean, if like someone else, I mean, if you call yourself that, do you agree with that? That's like that's that's also like, for example, I'm from the south and stuff like that. I've had like I had like. Girl called me a southern gentleman. I talked to this girl once. She was like, and I mean, she was calling me a southern gentleman and blah blah blah. Like we broke up. I guess she tried to make me jealous. Like, like months later, and like she started about talking to me and stuff like that. I'm mentioning how she talked to this guy. He's from the south too, and she was like, uh, she telling telling all this stuff about him saying he calls his, he uh, he says he's a, he's a southern gentleman like you were and stuff like that. I was like, first of all, no nigga's gonna <laughs> call himself a southern gentleman. That's not something. If he has yeah. if he has to call himself a southern gentleman. He's not a southern gentleman. And then you're yeah. like, well, you called yourself that. Like, it's no, a, it's I, a gimmick. I never called myself that. You called me that. Yeah. <laughs> Say what? Uh, no, you're right. Like a gimmick um, that you're trying to, to put across. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Like this, like, like you can't. That's the real. You can't this, call yourself a risk taker. what? You can't call yourself a risk taker. Like to me, like because when you establish that you're a risk taker, it's no longer a risk. Like risk taking is doing something out of the ordinary, and if that's your personality, right. then you're not doing anything out of the ordinary. That has to be given to you. Um, let's see. No, but the one you said is good. Like you be like 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 humble. Like when people say like uh like I don't know, it's gonna sound rude, but like when you tell me you're a child of God, <laughs> even though <laughs> even though like if you tell me that I'm one, I'm with it. When you say like child of God, I'm like I'll oh, get out of here. I don't want to hear that. Like when you like God's son. Yes, yes you are. We know. Does personal relationship that's, that's, with God fit, fit in fit in there too? What? Depending on who says it, that depending on the situation. That one's than child of God. At least that's like, some, you yeah. know, somewhere like, oh yeah, we're the children of God. But well, I feel like, like oh, I, but oh, I feel like personal, personal relationship with God is 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 selfish, but it is also establishing like something. Like when you say you're a child of God, you're like, like I hate when people say like I'm a I'm a citizen of Earth. Bitch, we know. <laughs> that's been established. <laughs> we know that that's what you do. Um. <laughs> or when I don't know, like like one I don't like, and it's weird because our man Jeff describes himself as one. My friend Rose describes herself as one. Like when people say they're an enthusiast, I'm always like, I always kind of want to check the resume. Cause it's not like saying you like something. And you're like, I'm an enthusiast. So if I was but a like wrestling Jeff enthusiast, you look, you think I was like being pretentious or something? Even though you know I, I've I would done need this to check for the you know, eight years, huh? I would need to check the resume. I would need to know. I hate when people just say stuff like that. Um, but I know you. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know Travis, though. I know, but yeah. I'm, that, that's my point. I do know that. What I'm saying is, like, I don't like when people say it and can't back that up. But, like, I know people who do it, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, cool. I pull out an MP3 full of East Coast cats. Yeah, just going hard. <laughs> I'm improving it. Uh, Look at the all the time I put it. Yeah. Travis going to hit that Roman Reigns line just uh, check my resume. <laughs> Yeah, when you're when you're a work in progress, I hate when you're a work in progress. We all are literally oh, yeah. progressing. Like if you're not in a coma, you're not a work in progress. Not like that I, sounds like when people say stuff like I'm a Gemini. You know I'm crazy. That like no, you just crazy. Not because you're just crazy. Man. Like everybody born right. in the hospital the same day as me ain't on the East Coast cast right now. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> this is not what's going on. <laughs> Um, right. No, yeah, we could, but we could talk about signs. Like signs are just. I, I knew it wasn't going to work. You're a Leo, bitch. What are you talking about? <laughs> How that work? Um, I, I I don't know. Like this is a very good topic. I'd love to sit back and like look at all the words that people describe them as, themselves as that like really annoy me. Um, I don't know. Republican. When Darrell comes on, ask um, him about the uh, Southern gentleman thing because he's from the South too. See how he's doing. I'm not yeah. asking Darrell anything. I literally, because <laughs> Darrell, Darrell actually filled out the questionnaire for you, me, and wrestling. And the thing that he wants to talk about is Vince McMahon as the very best. Uh, how does he describe it? As the best uh, Booker, but also the worst Booker, or something to that effect. Like, because he made the most money but tells the worst stories. And, like, I kind of want to sit back and let Darrell talk about it for a half hour, but, like, go outside and, like, cut the grass while he does it because he's eventually going to get this off. But, um, Southern gentlemen, uh, I don't know. Is there an equivalent Humble. that women use that, uh, like, isn't, like, religion-related? Oh, well, 
That isn't what related? It's not related to religion. Um, because uh, nobody seems like I'm a lady anymore. Southern Belle, but I don't think that's yeah. like, but also I don't feel like that's in the same. Again, that's, that's more of a yeah. style. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. We we just call women. We just call them pick me's now when they describe themselves <laughs> like that. But there's not like a single word that they use for it. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, I think that's. Yeah, you you hit it on the head though. You really went with the number one answer on Family Feud with humble. That's kind of the one. Yeah, you know, you told us how humble you were. Thank you, God, son. Right. The guy can judge me. Get out of here. I'm judging. You. Hey, I got my birth certificate. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much all I had right. today, guys. So cool, Marcus. Appreciate your time, appreciate as you, always, man. Don't be a stranger. Thank you. Indeed. Marcus from D.C. Let's, uh, or Maryland. Would y'all call that DMV? DMV. Yeah. DMV, yeah. Oh, DC, oh, I'm in D.C. Get out of here. He <laughs> <laughs> popped up out of nowhere. <laughs> Come on, it's switchboard. Glad, glad he's not a poopity poop uh, scat scat from last week. Called in being a fuckface. Nah, Rich Damn told me fuck. about that. Boy, why am I out? Ah, there we go. Yeah, that was weird. But it happens. Let's, uh. Let's head out west. Looks like, uh, Brian wants to chime in from Arizona. 27 year Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter and VIP subscriber. Brian, what's happening? Hey, Travis. Hey, Cameron. Uh, hopefully you both have a real good night. Thanks for having me on, Travis. I appreciate it as always. Yeah, man. So one thing I don't like, Cam, is when I say, hey, how are you doing? And they say, I'm blessed. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, it's trash. <laughs> Being blessed is trash. That's not what I asked you. <laughs> Being blessed is trash. Uh like no, yeah. Like you should, you should actually start cussing people out when they say that. Oh, word, that's what you are, huh? Step on their foot, just lightly though. Just scuff their shoe a little bit. What are you now? Being saying I'm blessed. Or you right? could like do some faux. Uh, hit them with the I day Dewey Dembella. Uh, give him, give me the power. I beg of you. And like, why do you want to turn them into? Star- why do you want to? You cannot turn people into Chucky when they say that they're blessed. Even though yeah. that's a pretty nice counter. Um. Oh man, that's upsetting now. Um, what up? Yeah, you got it, Brian. Okay, so I'm I'm not gonna hang on very long. Uh, um, Travis, I'll send an email to the um, VIP portion, the exclusive VIP portion for the East Coast Cast. By the way, um, so Cam, you talked about this on Monday, and by the way, all three of yourselves, and that's included Rich as well, did great jobs on the Wake Heller podcast uh, last week, and then um, Cam for you on Monday. But Cam, on we had Monday, a nice little run. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Um, you talked about this on Monday, and I know this has always been a discussion point. And note that AJ Styles hasn't wrestled on uh, SmackDown in several weeks. I haven't given a chance to look up to see how many weeks. Or actually, the last time he wrestled on SmackDown. But um, I know it's always going to be a contention with us wrestling fans, as long as Brock Lesnar is signed with WWE, that about his schedule, when he works and when he doesn't work. Now, Cam, you made a really good point about it. And I'm kind of 49, 51%. The 51% being is that if I take myself and I put myself 
in my job, all things being equal, and we have this guy who's a superstar who, in my job, I'm a tra- I train people on how to do their jobs, so I'm a trainer. So if I had a guy that came in every, you know, four or five months, or, you know, you know I'm being over-exaggerated, came right. in every two months, and, you know, and we all know he does a really good job. He comes in, does his one thing, and he leaves, and we know by process of elimination, you know, you know, and not counting somebody else's check or anything, but how much we think this guy makes. I, part of me would be, hey, you know, he's, he's doing what he's doing, you know. Why, why, should, why should I be looking at him? But then also the other thing, well, wait a minute. I'm here yesterday, and we talked about this before, Cam. I don't get paid overtime on salary, but, you know, yesterday I worked, I came in at 6 a.m. I left around 6.30 p.m. That's my choice, but I had some things I needed to do. So do I get paid any extra for that? I don't get paid any extra for that. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm here, you know, 12 hours. I see my coworkers who are also trainers. I have no idea how much they make. They come in at 8 o'clock and leave at 4.30. And I'm, you know, by my choice, I want to be a hard worker. I am a hard worker. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not saying they're not. But, you know, I'm watching them leave, and I'm still, you know, I'm going to be here for another two hours at least. And I'm kind of like, okay, what the F is this? So the 51% of me is like, okay, why does why does why can Gronk set this schedule and uh-huh. get paid a lot of money for it? But then the other part is, hey, you know, he has name value, he's done this and done that, and he's, you know, the system set up for him to do that. So again, when I come down to it, I'm kind of more of it be me, you know. I I would be I would not like the way Gronk is set up if I was a wrestler in WWE at this point. Uh-huh. And you know what I think that I sometimes leave out of the conversation? Um, if if Seth Rollins, um, or matter of fact, I'm, I'm trying to think of who's more comparable because it's tough. If CM Punk having a problem with The Rock, right, is different than... Rich Swan, while he was there, having a problem with Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? Like, because they don't do the same job. Even if they're in the same video game, even if they're on the same show, Brock Lesnar does not have the same job that Rich Swan had or had. You know what I mean? Like, the other part of it is when you're doing different work, you can't necessarily get upset. Like, I tell Faye. Um, there's somebody who works. I gotta be careful what I'm saying. Um, there's somebody who works at for the same school that I work for, who does less and knows less, and is getting paid more money. And it doesn't bother me because it's a hookup. And as long as they're not in my way, it's no smoke because I know that. You know, me being here is not contingent on them, and the better they do, the better it's going to be for me. So, I right. mean, there is nuance to the conversation. Like, I don't – if we take it like this, like, I love going to the gym, right? There's a guy who can do less work than me but have a better physique than me because genetically that's what it is. And no matter how hard I push, he's still going to be able to do more by doing less. And I kind of just got to run my race, being my attitude. I kind of just got to do my thing and hope that what I do works out for me and just try not to worry about the next man. That's not always avoidable. Like, 
I understand that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley know that the most money that they can make is by being in a program with Brock Lesnar and competing against him. That's just how they're going to make the most of their money. Or, on the flip side, they think that because they're confident people and wrestling breeds confidence, him not being around, him not being a thought in anybody's head can bode well for them as well. And I get that. Right. The guy that I'm talking about, him being there and not being there, um, my, my thing is going to be my thing regardless. And he's not interrupting any of that, so it doesn't bother me. Like, I understand that there are definitely levels to it. Um, where I'm going to fall on it if I have to go one way or another is that man's getting his money, and he earned it uh, through his body, through his NCAA wrestling, and through his UFC career. And me not having those, I kind of got to sit back and bite the bullet unless it's something that affects me directly. Yeah. Uh, that's why that's my 49% right there, too, is, is all those things you said right there. I mean, you know, Ty Dillon just showed up in the back yesterday. Should he be arguing, man, how come Brock's never around? Because he, he, he said he'll never be at that level, but honestly, he'll never be at that level. You know. Um. So I got two other points, and I'll let you both go. The first point is I have a <laughs> – no, actually, let me do the first one. Um, they, uh, so Monday and Tuesday are uh, on Raw and SmackDown. They show the Ray Mysterio, Ray Mysterio uh, commercial for the video game, um, the 2K19. I lo- It only is a short commercial, but I love that commercial. When they just start pulling their mask off, it was just – to me, when I first saw it, just like, man, it just like got me excited. And then when he pulled his mask off and uh, – Cameron Trapp, I still know what Ray looks like, and which is kind of ironic out of the whole thing because, you know, I might have went like a couple years ago and looked at the video when they finally unmasked him in WCW. But even remembering that when that happened and knowing he looks like, I still in the back of my mind, if I think about walking down the street and he passed me by, I might do a double take and say, that guy kind of looks familiar and I might keep walking. I might not say, hey, that's Ray Mysterio. But I would think I would some in some um, realm recognize him. But when he pulled this mask off, had another mask underneath it. That was, to me, was a great another one of these great uh, 2K, 2K video game commercials. Yeah. Yeah, whoever they um, have doing those things. Uh, year it's, after it's year. Great. Yeah. yeah do, um, have, 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 do they have one for AJ already? Not like because, that. Okay, because, like, the year before it was, like, a con- it was a continuation. It was Rollins's, and then that played directly into Kurt Angle's. Um, right. But, no, like, the standout part to me was Miz saying pest. That was really cool because, you know, that was a thing about Rey Mysterio. Like, you couldn't get rid of him. He would find ways to beat guys. And it's funny you say um, about him unmasking Brian because, again, that's where I'm at in Thunder where it's the week of him, Kevin Nash beating him for his mask, but then him turn around and beating Kevin Nash and then beating Bam Bam Bigelow consecutively. So, like, it's, it's a really cool time. Um Gosh, I wish he was never a no-limit soldier, but, you know, we get what we get. Um, but, yeah, Rey Mysterio <laughs> as a playable guy again. That, it's just going to be the uh, most loaded roster ever. That's going to be amazing. It really is. Hey, Ken, what date are you on by now, by the way, on Thunder? What, do you know what date you're at? Um, I'm on – okay, so I actually did stop um, at the one before Uncensored. Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm, a, I'm a week after now. But I still want to go back and watch Uncensored unfold. So I think that, is it March or May of 98? It's like episode so, okay. Something like that? So Uncensored of 98 is where you're around. 
were you around at? Yes. Uh huh. And okay. I've I've watched all the WCW pay per views like chronologically, but now like watching them up next to the TV is pretty cool. Um, I'll tell you exactly where I am. I'm at Thunder Fifty Five, March eighteenth of ninety nine. March 18th, okay. I'll put that back in my mind. So I did, because you said something I was interested in. Man. Like, you were talking about the Raven stuff. And, I, of course, I haven't seen it since I was live. So I would like to actually go back and watch, watch some of that as well. Um, so last thing I have for both last thing I have for both you guys, and, again, have a good night. Let some other callers come on. I appreciate you having me on, Trav. And, Cam, have a good night, and I'll talk to Rich later. Um, so Alicia Fox made a, return to TV, <laughs> made a return to TV on Monday. So what's your, uh, what's your plus or minus? Let's say 60 days before she's released. Is it plus or minus that? And I'll let you guys go. Hang on and listen. Have a, I'll go on and listen. So Lisa Fox. Yeah, appreciate you, Brian, as always. Thanks for the Thanks call. Thanks a lot. Man, this switchboard is acting like a real asshole. <clears throat> um, damn. I'm going to go over just because... Just because of appearances, I think they'll, I think they'll be a, they'll be aware of, you know, people like Brian having that that I, you know, that idea. And I and I think I thought she was going to get released, and then I remember, and then she got hurt, and I was like, well, you know, she's got a job for as long as she, she's uh, she's recovering, but I still don't think they would they would have. I mean, they could. She could get released in three weeks, and would have, that would be what you know, twenty days or something. Um, but I'm gonna say over. I say she's yeah. going by the end of the year, though. Yeah, got a, got a lot of talent um, to trying to to trying to work in, and they're just like all due respect to her. She's got a great look. She has a great character. Um, I just don't think she has the following or the fanfare for that to carry her through the athletes and personalities that they have now. Like, kudos to her for keeping a job this long, you know, finding ways to be interesting, yeah. but it's Let just it generationally, it's just passing her by. Like, I, and if she holds on to it, good for her. Like, I absolutely want her to have a job as long as there's a job available. Um, but it's looking rougher and rougher because there's a lot of talent on that roster. Like, to me, and I don't say this, watching Ember Moon in the ring against a roster that I think is talented, she seems to be athletically at just another level than they are, you know. Um, and if that continues because you still have, like you're going to have a Shayna Baszler up there sooner than later. You're going to have Ronda Rousey in a full-time capacity. Um, you have acts over on SmackDown that if they take off are going to be moved to Raw because that's what happens. Like, I feel like Alicia Fox is going to catch hands from Bailey and then, you know, yeah. be relegated. And I just, I just don't think there's much of a space for her. Um, and I could be wrong, and I hope that I'm wrong. Yeah, no, she's definitely a holdover from uh, from a different generation. Um, again, it really is kudos that she, you know, made it through, you know, whatever, going on 
12 years on that roster. That's kind of unheard of. Uh, but you look at her and you understand why. Like, okay, she hasn't. It helps when you come in at like 22, <laughs> you know. Yep. Uh, but but that also could hurt because if you change, you know, if if 34 is way different from 22, then you know you're not going to make it to 34. But she did because she took care of herself, and you know, like you talked about earlier, working out. Just you know, genetically, she's just going to keep that. Uh, you know, she's got that black don't crack thing like going for sure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But. But yeah, like when she's released, I don't think she she would want anybody to feel sorry for her because she's. Uh, I mean, do you? I mean, can you imagine how many uh, separate like rounds of uh, of cuts over the last five years that you know you think she uh, was like you know. Oh, she was definitely Ricky Vaughn looking for the red tag in the locker. Definitely. Um, <laughs> like, somebody has an Alicia oh. Fox account, I'm sure. And who's the Cor- Who's the fucking Corbin? Uh, or is it actually Corbin? Yeah, Corbin that works. Burnson? Yeah. Yeah, um, that works. Have Corbin uh, be the one. Uh, 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 yeah, um, Alicia. Um, <laughs> Even we want to release you on, or, or oh, uh, wish you well. Who's just been there? I mean, that's kind of who she is, really. And that would make what Leo Rush the other one like. <laughs> she's basically the the catcher with the bad knees. Um, oh, shit, Tom Berenger. <laughs> yeah, Tom Berenger, not Corbin Burnson. Sorry, white guys. Um, but yeah, like she. She's an elder statesman, you know, having this 12-year yeah. career. Um, no, who else has really hung on like that, though? Like, I don't know, Shelton's been in and out. He's been around a really long time. Yeah, let's not pretend that's, that's normal for even for for male superstars. Yeah. I don't even want to make it a, a female. But she's lasted 12 years. That's pretty damn amazing for people not named, Please. you know, uh, Triple H, John Cena, Undertaker, you know, those types. Yeah, like, I don't know, but Miz is, Miz is as hot as Miz has ever been. Like, there's nobody really – in that role that's been brought. I mean, hell, Dolph Ziggler, you know, like <laughs> Dolph Ziggler is the catcher with the yeah, bad Dolph knees. Dolph been around longer than Miz, a year, but still. Yeah, like, I'd be damned if, if he's not getting the very best knee surgery because he ain't going nowhere. Um, Those are really, because, I mean, again, Randy Orton's been a top guy. John Cena's been a top guy. Like, Undertaker's in and out, top guy. Kane, top guy. Like, everybody else that it would relate to, um, it kind of doesn't because they've hung around like at the very tips. Of, I mean, Kofi, you know, like Kofi's been around forever. Um, some gems in there. All right, let's talk to somebody. Let's, uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's read this uh, non-VIP email that we got from Jabron. He chimes in from Vegas. Um, I was wondering if ESPN, if ESPN was the partner or buy Ring of Honor or. New Japan, and they keep all the people that work work there. Who's ever been? Wait, keep all the people who work there, and whoever is making the matches or doing creative. Uh, if ESPN basically put them on one of their many different outlets they have uh, and put more money behind them, could they or would they be able to compete with WWE? Just a thought, and I wanted to say, 
And I wanted y'all thoughts about it. Well, yeah, because ESPN is really it's Disney. It's what you're. It it it'd be Disney money that they're that they're spending, uh, or that they'd have access to, uh, at least potentially. So, absolutely, whether it was whether whether it was Ring of Honor, because they're not going to, you know, New Japan's not going to like here buy us ESPN, or if they just decided to start. You know, you know, whatever ESPN Federation, Wrestling Federation, they absolutely have the infrastructure and money to 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 be as big overnight as WWE. Like it'd be a it'd be a uh, sort of a WCW ninety five, ninety four, ninety five kind of kind of kind of deal. Except WCW had a had a heck of a foundation and, and, and fan base and stuff. So. That's a that's a big difference, but it but yeah. It becomes who can you like who can you afford to jump ship to make people watch? Like can you does Disney have enough money to say John Cena will sign you to a Disney deal? Well yes. That's, and, that's not a... Well no 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 no. I mean I'm not suggesting they don't have enough money as far as numbers go. I mean, do they have enough money for John Cena to say yes? That's the thing. Like, do you say, hey, Rock, um, I know you're done with wrestling, but we'll sign, give you this Disney contract, and we'll sign you to five movies in the MCU if you wrestle once a month. And then, you know, like, it's the, the answer, like, Travis, like, initially I was like, no, what is Travis talking about? But you're absolutely right. They definitely have the money to do so. It's just, can you use that money to entice the right players? Um, kind of becomes a conversation. What if they did it the, uh, you know, tried to do it slowly but surely, you know, like not overnight to have, oh, we got, we signed John Cena, you know, the WCW kind of thing. We, we signed, uh, you know, all these former and maybe a, a current guy whose contract we don't know is coming. Whatever, Punk comes back. I mean, there's some... Um, even if they did it kind of a, a a slow way, they have they have everything WWE has, and and more. I mean, just ESPN leaving the parent company out of it. Like, like you said, your first thing was on one of their many channels. Why not all of them, or you know, as many as they they want? Doesn't have to just be ESPN the Ocho. It could, you know, it could, they could. Put it a bunch of places. That damn app reaches uh, um, reaches people. So I said they don't have the network, but they have their network, regular traditional TV. Plus, you know they've been at the front of the line as far as like uh, as far as streaming and all that stuff. So they're they'd be on equal, if not better, uh, playing field or you know level playing field or whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, it's just do they want to get in the wrestling business and. No, they don't want to get in the wrestling business. <laughs> but it is, you know, fun to think about, I guess. Could you imagine? Like, ESPN, Federa- yeah, Wrestling Federation. Get Batista to come back. At least, like, not full-time, but, you know, like on the, I think he, he he would do it just to be like, yeah, fuck Stephanie. <laughs> 
We'll make Disney some money. Why not? They, you know, if that connection is is net, you know, there. So that'd be fun. Uh, second question from Jabron. Let's, uh, let's get him back on here real quick. Did you have anything before I move on to the? Uh... Damn it! Switchboard. Um, Cam, as soon as you, uh, all right, try again. The switchboard is just being a real piece of shit, so sorry, everybody. I'm trying to <clears throat> bring Cam back on, who switched lines, and it's just spinning, 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 spinning. Um... Before I move on to Jabron's next, next, his second email question, I want to get Cam's thoughts on this goddamn ESPN thing. Come on, fucking goddamn switchboard. Great, 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 great. Try again. Come on. Come on. Go, 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 go. All right. Well, in the meantime, I want to. Read your bronze second part. Uh, so we've gotten through six months of the main roster. So we've gotten through six months of the main roster and NXT. How would y'all rate what we've gotten from the main roster and NXT so far? What? Where's six months coming? Wait, just six months of the year? Is that what you're talking about? Um, how would you rate? What we've gotten from the main roster and NXT so far, the creative storylines and pay-per-views, how would y'all uh, think the, the next six months would go? So, yeah, I guess it's just a yearly thing. How would y'all think the next six months would go in the main roster and NXT? Uh, thanks, fellas. We'll be listening to the show. Um, well, certainly NXT has shined. Uh, I think this has been... Uh, arguably, because it's all subjective. Some people like, might like the Joe Rain, or you know, when Shinsuke was on top, or you know, Finn, or whoever. Um, but I think this this six month stretch has been really like some of their best stuff. I mean, they put on probably three of the best shows of the year. Period. There's, there we go. God damn. Um, with TakeOver, wherever the Rumble was, what was that, Philly? And Mania, and what we got a couple weeks ago, Chicago. <laughs> and, and then their TV is just just, just solid, always. Um, I mean, I just, you know, Raw and SmackDown, especially, you know, before WrestleMania, when SmackDown was really lacking, just... Uh, you know, can't compete as far as just creative or just as far as, like, yeah, a critical, you know, claim kind of, yeah. it's NXT is the superior brand in WWE as far as quality and consistency. WWE, Raw and SmackDown, Raw in particular, just has the built-in stuff and the and the bigger names and the, and the 
you know, you can do stuff like, uh, you know, Rousey and Bliss last week, which we should talk about. Uh, Cam, any uh, any thoughts on either of those questions? We didn't get your thoughts on the... Uh... Yeah, I, I agree with you on, on NXT. They're putting on great shows. They have great people at the top of their cards. People that they have coming down the pipe, you really want to see. I think it, so for as a fan watching it, it does exactly what you want it to do, what you expect it to do, being kind of a developmental. Um, you look at some of the names that they sign, like you have you know, Ricochet now, um, yeah, Adam Cole, like, they're just you know, way up to EC3, even though, like, I'm not, I don't really get it with EC3, but other people do, either. and that's what they want to see. So, like, yeah. great. Yeah, the you know, weird, like, weird, weird face. The whole quirky, yeah. weird thing that I don't get. Yeah. And he's too big. Like, it's weird to say about wrestlers, EC3 is just too big. Yeah. Like, you have all these guys are, who, like, Adam Cole, who is smaller, but then you have, like, Velveteen and Ricochet, who have these, like, insanely, like, athletic bodies that can move around, and he's kind of, he's a throwback, but not in a way that I like throwbacks, but, like, again, everything's not for me to digest. Um, I think Shayna Baszler's great in her role, um, you look at Dakota Kai, does the Bailey thing, and is very good at it, um, and Bianca Belair is just I wouldn't even just say Bianca Belair is, like, the next woman. I'd just say she's next. Like, the Drew Velveteen. They're just next, like, in whatever capacity that's supposed to be. You look at the matches that are disputed. Like, Kyle O'Reilly is a revelation to me. I didn't realize how good he was. Um, and then, of course, Champa Gargano. Like, they're, they're amazing. Um, I would say with the main roster, I don't, I don't think that the superstar shakeup did what you wanted to do. I like that Rusev is in a is in a good position. Um, AJ Styles is champion. I like, but like to me Nakamura, that feud left something to be desired, even though it really did build on his character. But I think we're still waiting on that big AJ feud with the great matches, and hopefully, like a Samoa Joe is going to be that. Um, Daniel Bryan's back, and that's a good thing. Um, and, and his Operating at a high level, um, the SmackDown women's division is always kind of like to me. They have so many bodies and so little time that they shove them all into a thing. And even when they do get these individualized storylines, I don't really like how they play out. Um, like Cesaro and Sheamus, who are one of the top three tag teams in that company and probably a top 10 tag team in the world, are not even figured into plans right now. So they're yeah. not on team. Like, so there was no reason to move them. Like, it's, you know, and then Raw, um, some of the very best matches in WWE are happening there. Thanks to, like, having Seth Rollins up there. But in both brands, they're not as strong as they should be at the top, I don't think, as far as what they're doing, specifically in the title picture. Um and, you know, this is from a guy who says, stop complaining about Brock Lesnar not being there. Like, I understand, like, the hypocrisy and what I'm saying, but I don't think it's hypocrisy. I think it's storytelling. I think there's still a way to execute that. Um, so, no, I, I think that through six months, the main roster has been fine because you have high points. You have Ronda Rousey. Like, you still have AJ Styles. 
um, you have a center off. You have um, like the bar somewhere. You still have the Usos. You have the New Day. Like there's still star power and good matches. You still have you know Charlotte before she's hurt. Oscar's on the main roster. She's had some really good matches. Cool storyline development with Nia Jax. Like there are things, but for there to be that much programming, you'd like to see more high points. And I feel like a lot of the main roster is doing things to tread water when in NXT, in a limited space, there are just all these high points. So, um, yeah, they're NXT always they're always game. building to to something, and when they're not. Uh-huh. Uh, they still kind of are, <laughs> yeah. even if it's not like, uh, even if it's indirectly, it's always right. building this it new person. It's getting Lacey Evans established. It's getting uh, Bianca established. It's you know, even when it's like, yeah, no shows on the horizon for three months. Well, we've got all. Well, let's take the time to to make these characters important and give people a reason for in three months that they're going to want to pay to you know. See Bianca Belair take on Shayna Baszler, maybe, or Lacey Evans, like, maybe look, not. Yeah, Lacey Evans, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Even, I understand that it's problematic for me to say Sheamus and Cesaro on our on on TV or aren't on TV right now, and then for me to like say, oh, I love that they worked in Lacey Evans and Kyrie Sane for a minute. But the thing is, you can use Cesaro and Sheamus on Raw right now. Like they could have been there the weeks that AOP wasn't, like, just beating people, if that's what has to happen. Like, clearly you don't have a problem using jobbers, so let some of these top teams and you beat them. Let's see them on TV. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's like so much only the only people that get to wrestle jobbers, at least consistently, are people that you that are new or have a gimmick change. Like, the bro- uh-huh. you know, not even the Bludgeon Brothers. That's a, they suffered because they didn't get – uh, they just kind of got thrown in there with with established, you know, to beat the Usos and stuff like that. They didn't get to, get to beat a bunch of jobbers. Um, but still, yeah, let's, hey, but, yeah, there's there's a way. Yeah, really quick, the good thing, the IC title and the US title pretty well. Fishy, like the both of them have been treated pretty well. Uh, so that's that's kind of a cool thing to see. Um. Even if at the top, you wish things were a bit cleaner. Um, they've had some really good matches for those things, and they've worked top guys in and out of that space. So that that is good. And anything real quick on the uh, ESPN buying ROH or starting their own wrestling yeah, company? I echo, I echo just about everything you said. And, like, yeah, yeah. if they can figure out, um, an enticing way to get guys who people still want to see um, into the. I don't know if you heard me when I said it, but I was like, wow. Like, they could really put on. Like, like hey, for our first big event, pay per view, whatever they end up calling it, here's Kenny Omega and CM Punk. And, like, you know, it, all the money. Just give us all the money right then. Um, because. People want to see that. And then, I don't know, there's, yes, they they could absolutely make that happen. I don't know how long it would be sustainable, but that that is something that they would have you to see, see Disney's not making money in any anytime in the next well, no, but it's not even about making 200 money. years? It's about who 
what who do you put in charge of it? Like what mind do you okay. have back in? Because it can't just be matches. Like there are there's non personnel things that, that affect things. Oh, like sure. That. If you wanna like uh, get into actually yeah. like you know, who's going to create the stuff and, like, yeah, that type of management infrastructure. No, 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 no. Yeah. I just want to talk about but do they have I just want a fantasy book Absolutely. and pretend that ABC, uh, Disney's pocketbook is mine to do what I want with. So, right. yeah. Yep. Uh, thanks for the email, Jabron, as always. What's your time looking like, Cam? What's your job? Oh, I said, what's your time looking like? Oh, <laughs> I thought that I was don't the know, but I'm, like, I'm still here. It's like I, I don't know a little bit more. You don't know what? I said, I don't know exactly, but I do have more. So it's oh, okay. some more time. So let's, uh, before we, we, we take it and try to get one more call before you go, let's talk specifically uh, about the two, the, the two big uh Women's angles that that we got uh, on Raw the past two weeks. Um, we got a follow up to to uh, to to uh, Alexa. She got to cut a promo. Mickey James by her side. I thought that was a nice touch to remind people, like, no, nope, I got backup because that certainly she's going to need it. Um, and and this week, as we talked about a little bit about earlier, we got Bailey. Completely turning on Sasha, cussing her out in the process, really giving her a brutal, uh, a brutal beating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, like where to start? Um, first of all, Mickey James is so fine, boy. My, my goodness. Like, <laughs> Mickey James came out and was just whew, beautiful woman right there. Uh, and then the visual of her physically carrying like Alexa Bliss was amazing. <sighs> Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, outside of outside of that, um, yeah, the Sasha Bailey thing, like it finally comes to a head. Bailey ends up being the aggressor, and we always talk about this, Travis. Um, and not a lot of people have got to see Bailey in the way that we've seen her. You know, like no gimmick, just yeah, like Pam Martinez just talking to fans and. Like even responding to not so great questions in a way a real confident person would. Like the stuff she said about like other um, about people she came up with who also wrestled, who didn't think she was gonna make it, but now hit her up for tickets. Like you just know she has some of that. Like okay, I see what this is now. Y'all love me. Like she has some of that in her. So she's a real attitude she can tap into. Um, but the only thing about it, and I think everybody's kind of hit on this, do you want to see Sasha Banks as the baby face in this situation? Like, I think with Charlotte, because Charlotte's so imposing and hard-hitting, and size-wise, you stack them up against each other, and Sasha's, like, so obviously smaller, um, both in stature but in size and, like, musculature that you can buy Sasha more as the baby face. But, like, is that going to work against Stone Cold Bailey? Like, I don't know. Leather jacket, no ponytail Bailey. Like, is it going to work? Shayna Bailey. There you go. Shayna Bailey. Bam. Um, yeah. Uh, I think there's so many ways you can 
you know, go with with Bailey. I think I, I tweeted mine out right after the turn, if you want to call it that. I just thought it was so like having Bailey. Like, did anything happen in the match that had them that made them like? I want to say there was a mix up right there. Was there, there a miscue? Bailey, you know, Sasha almost yeah, actually like, right punched Bailey. Like, remember any of that? So, so after Sasha loses, Bailey just rushes in and just beats the crap out of her. So to me, I mean, I was doing something else, and I hear the announcement. I go rush over to like to the laptop. Like, what's happening? And I just see this beatdown happening. And then when I see the replay, like, wow. It was totally unprovoked, at least, again, unless I just missed something and I don't remember. Um, you know that, uh, that that's, gift? That's the story going forward. Like, Bailey was so aggressive, so um, out of character with her aggression. That's got to be the story going forward. And, and you know what that is that? of uh, T.I.'s son drinking the coffee? Uh-uh. Well, there's a gift of oh, T.I.'s coffee. Yeah. That, 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 the oh, boy. All his kids are like yeah. super light skinned because Tiny's super light skinned. When T.I. is too, he should be outside. But, uh, but yeah, so that's his son. That's Ember Moon because Ember Moon was nowhere to be found. <laughs> that beat down. Like, it was a six woman match. Like, Ember Moon didn't want none of that. Oh, yeah. Right, and she at the beginning was the one like, "Hey, come on, let's, uh, yeah. you know, like, keep the nah, peace." She was the peace. They even called her the peacekeeper or something. Yeah, yeah, man. Amber said, "Nah, she don't want none of them problems." But I mean, again, we've seen them have. I think still it probably holds up as one of the top five matches in NXT. Like immediately, I'm thinking Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, Champa Gargano. As like two of the top five, but that Bailey Sasha match, like that is that you have to say that's a big thing that contributes to the attention women get um, in WWE and NXT now. Like it was that heavy, so you know this can play out into a really special match. My thing is right related back to that email: is there the ability of WWE? to tell the story between now and the time it culminates, to keep it interesting, that's what's important. Yeah. And and it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, this is so, like, such a slam dunk. You know, they're going to have to go out of their way to mess this up. And no uh-huh. way they can do that. But, you know, we've been there, you know, been there and done that. So let's just hope, you know, not, you know, not be overly cynical, but just hope, you know, they uh, they get this right because I'm interested in seeing because it was just I I liked I love the idea that we just assumed when this did implode uh, that's why I voted you know I was surprised because you just figured the roles would be reversed it would be yeah, Sasha the doing the backstab and then losing her control or whatever and Bailey being the baby the natural baby face so they've got me intrigued just by how they position uh, the heel face dynamic. Uh, because Bailey was all heel. I don't know. She did nothing uh, worth it. I mean, you know, you got Corey Graves. Like, I, about time I told her, told you so. You know that, like, yeah, Bailey's definitely the heel here. Right. And I really, I'm really interested in an explanation next week. I think Raw could be, for real, for real, Raw could be. 
I don't want to say the main event with that, but that's certainly, I'm sure it will, but it's certainly better mm-hmm. anchor, you know, uh, 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 an, an hour. Um, so, all right. Let's uh, try to grab one more caller here. We cut out. Let's talk to Kylan up in Newark. What? Kylan. Oh, he's got the echo game going. So, Kylan, ask your question. I'm going to throw you back on hold. And, uh, then, yeah, go ahead. With WWE now announcing the signing of the Fox and NBC Universal deals, and having copious hours of programming on the WWE Network and and wrestling overall entering a period of great uh, of great television and internet access are we on the verge of an attitude era style boom period for professional wrestling shoes? I would I would say no. Go ahead. Kylan here. Yeah, I would say no. <laughs> I think the the TV expo the 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 fact that they have such exposure without a catalyst like Austin or Rock or DX um, or or 25 years of breaking 25 50 year rules um, without a without a thing without a, a, a singular superstar that galvanizes that captivates people um I think you 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 a boom in that in that in that way is much too ambitious to 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 hope for. You'd, you'd be doing yourself a disservice as a fan or business person. That's you know livelihood you know d- depends on WWE doing you know doing certain business. If you if you were to get your hopes up that a Attitude Era style type boom is anywhere anywhere. Uh, Around the corner, close. Yeah. Without again, it's so. okay if they sign a Stone Cold Steve Austin Jr. signs in six months and or mm-hmm. or whatever somebody gets over like that in the next six months a year and then no, oh, you're sure. But as as things are right now, uh, no. I'm, I'm, I just have, yeah. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like like Seth Rollins is one of the very best wrestlers in the world. Um. But so Everybody that wants so to know about Bret Seth Hart. Rollins knows about Seth Rollins. Exactly. Like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart were some of the very best wrestlers in the world when they were on top. And I don't know if anybody would definitively say he's better than those two, but as good as those two were, they attracted wrestling fans, not outside fans. Um, Ronda would have to get on and and be there every week and be hot or – a Velveteen or a Ricochet or, you know, somebody that hasn't been there 
has to come up and captivate people because it's just not going to happen with anybody who's who's already there um, in that spotlight who's had that. So that's kind of kind of what would have to happen to initiate that. And I don't think we're there yet. And with that, guys, I do have to go. So have a good rest of the show. Appreciate you, Cam. Talk to you later. All right, and we say goodbye to Cam. Let's uh, go to Kyle and see if he had a follow-up or another question. And regarding the the belly angle last night, was this an actual heel turn, or do you think this was just WWE doing the course correction that we all believe they should have done with her from the beginning three years ago and making her more aggressive instead of kind of a baby. Yeah. Um, I, I would, I, I was with you when you said, initially said course correction, but then when you went back all the way three years, like, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't go that far. It's a course correction for what they've done to her in the last year or so, especially how this, how she's let Sasha Banks just kind of walk all over her and, you know, going back to the Hell in the Cell last year or, or, or the, um, Elimination Chamber, you know, like where Sasha just in in a in a in a just asshole move, and it didn't win her the match. It wasn't like, hey, she pinned Bailey and me right after that. I could I definitely get why she did what she did, but she offered her an arm like, hey, climb up on top of this pod with me. And as Bailey reached out, she just stomp, stomped her in the chest and knocked her off. It was like that was uncalled for. Also, you just. She was your ally in this match. Now you don't have an ally. Uh, so th- there was a lot that they had done with those two in particular in the last six, 12 months that, that hadn't been great. So I'm with you up to a point about course correcting, but Bailey was the heel. Sasha didn't do anything in that match. And if and again, if you want to say, hey, well, they 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 had beef last week, and 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 Sasha, you know, shoved her down and all that. Well, get in her face, stand her up, and you know, look at her, look her in the face. You can't attack somebody in the from the behind after they just took a finishing move and got pinned, and then go, well, that's not really heelish. Like, no, that's a total scumbag move. And I hope that was the point, and I hope they realized they booked her to be to be a scumbag heel and attack Sasha from behind. That was not admirable by any stretch of the imag- imagination. So uh, let's hope uh, that that was on purpose and <laughs> and they have a they have a follow-up for it for Monday that's, uh, that's equally as uh, exciting or more so. So, yeah, what did I say on Twitter? Bailey, bad girl Bailey, black eyeliner, black leather jacket, you know, uh, <laughs> it was Cam called her Shayna Bailey, Bailey, <laughs> uh, Bailey Baszler. Um, yeah, just not giving a fuck, getting caught out back. I said smoking cigarettes, but you bring it up, 
to uh she's got a she's got a vape rig like a big obnoxious chunky vape rig and she gets mega clouds bro <laughs> um so yeah nobody understands her uh a uh, good good pal and friend of the long time friend of the show uh Dominic over at the uh over at the goddamn Keystone, uh, I'm gonna call it the Keystone Connection. I don't know what it's, uh, <laughs> the Keystone Statement? Is that them? Yeah. Um, he, he, he likened her when I, when I tweeted that out, uh, to, uh, Sandy from Greece. So yeah, you can find, you can find, you could, you, there's some archetypes, that bad girl. Thing. I wouldn't want her to be all Sandy because Sandy was kind of wasn't Sandy kind of a ditz and you know did whatever it was you know it was the fifties so or at least said in the fifties so it's like you know did whatever the boyfriend said and all that I don't want I don't want to be some pushover like you know chicken high heels but but certainly some some Sandy could couldn't help or couldn't hurt but yeah I'm interested uh, real interested in what they do with Bailey going forward because because they've been so bad with her last you know three years since she's two three years since she's been on the main roster let's um keep it moving let's talk to let's talk to mike in brooklyn uh mike what's happening king trap what's up my brother how are you doing all right man what's uh what's on your mind same old thing just just envisioning uh, bad belly, leather from, from Happy Days or something, you know. <laughs> bad belly. No, it's bad belly, and she spells it like bad baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, can you be outside? How about that? <laughs> but I could see her, you know, let the head down with the leather jacket. Yeah. Give her the, you know, the no, give her the nose ring in the middle. Oh my God! I come out with a you know with a tight jeans and the J's on and just talking like yeah. Oh, oh now not even the nose yeah. ring, Mike. The bull joint. The uh, I forget what it's called. Yeah, the middle. The joint in the middle. Yeah. The middle. Yeah, the one that go on the cartilage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Stay out the tanning booth. Get a little paler. Right. Yeah. I can see her, but I, I, I like it though. Ann told her, you ain't shit after she beat up. I like that. But mm-hmm. I think that's just going to intensify people, you know, to like it. Because, like, I can't say it and how you all know. Sasha is more of a true hit than Bailey is. Sasha is what than Bailey? She's more of a natural hit, to be quite frank with you. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I think it's more. That's why to me right now, in this as we stand here, it's more interesting that Bailey was the aggressor and the and the heel in that situation because you just expected, you know, because of the natural you know tendencies of those characters that Bailey would be the natural babyface and and be stabbed in the back again. But it's like, hey, that would have been super predictable. And this, and the fact that they pulled it off, the fact that Bailey, I should say, pulled it off. Uh, oh, 
shit, Champa coming out to confront Alistair Black. He want he want to get in. You want to get some yeah, of that? They saying that's right. um that's the proposed next main event for um Takeover Brooklyn. And I, I, the, the reason why I love to me, Chomp is the baddest dude in wrestling right now next to um, Minoru Suzuki from um, New Japan is that this guy told him. He told because they, they, like, they are so keen to make him some merchandise and shit. And he said, no, I don't want any merchandise at home. I am a here. We get heat. We don't sell merchandise. Wow. So, like him, like, I could see him taking that title for Black, too. Because, um, I mean, I like Alistair Black, Tommy End and all that. I'm not, you know, for me, he's more like a placeholder champ. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't been the most dynamic NXT champion. No. And he's good. decent and certainly serviceable, and his matches have all been good. But but yeah, he hasn't. Uh, like you could just tell by the crowd reaction in, in in certain situations. Like I think having him face Lars Sullivan was probably one of the better better opponents they could have given him at that point. Uh, you know, him and Champa. I think a, a, a series like if uh, wasn't win until Survivor. I'd be okay with that. Meaning you go all the way until November. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm fine with that. Because I think just personality-wise and just seeing, you know, uh, how they're interacting right now where Ciampa's up on top of the ramp being, you know, scumbag heel and Alistair's just cool and cool and collected in the ring. Like, it seems like their personalities would work. Yeah. For some reason, I see them doing it at takeover. I mean, like I said, Black is good, but I see him coming up before they even bring up Champions all game. Wait, say what, Mike? I said, um, as good as um, Black is, I see them doing the switch at takeover. It's the next side switch. But also, I see um, Alistair Black like coming up, heading up towards the main line before um, Champions all game. Do they wait until, you know, after Mania next year? Or does Black make the roster before the year's over? Like maybe a surprise entrant at the Rumble type, you know. Like maybe he's off TV. Like say he loses at, uh, at, at in Brooklyn this summer, uh, gets a TV rematch, loses, and he's gone. And, and he's just off NXT TV. And, and we don't see him until, you know, he's, you know, number, you know. 19 in the rumble or some shit. Yeah, that's, like I said, he's a hell of a hand. Like, he's a good, you know what I mean? He's a good hand, but I don't see him, you know, maybe something to change, you know. Maybe he gets to the main roster and pull Elias in the conference or something, you know, some shit world or something. But I don't see him top five guy. You know, top of the mid card, you know, you get title. You know, I see the type. You know, like I said, don't get me wrong. He's a good dude. Like he can go, but I don't see you know 
And then, you know, perception is a motherfucker once you get to that main roster. And, the old, and you know, and the old man don't view you, you know, such a way. What's with that back tattoo? I don't get it. Who is who's she? Yeah. <laughs> right, and, that, and that's it. That's it. Doomsday. That's it. Once the old man don't see you in a certain light, that's it. Like, your career is made of. Oh, Lars did break his jaw. Wow. Oh, Lars broke his jaw? Yeah, kind of knew it. Like, once you saw it, he took that knee or some shit to the face. It was like, ooh, he took that flush. Hopefully he's okay. And, yeah, it turned out he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And on to Mr. Jinko himself. Like, who the fuck is I mean, I know they feeding him live, but who the fuck is you, you know what I mean? To judge whether Bobby Lashley did good in, in, in MMA or not. You pursued, you know, pro football. Did you make it, bro? Right. Did you make it? Bobby, you was a halfway. Bobby definitely had lines to come back, you know. Like, right. um, what, 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 what number, what round did you go in, in the draft? In the, exactly. When you came out of Georgia Tech? Ooh. Exactly. Hitting. Was you in... Was you in arena football or USFL or whatever the fuck that shit is? Ooh, you got washed out of the CFL too? Uh, right. Bum. He was halfway decent on Georgia Tech, but he wasn't, I mean, like, he wasn't really a standout. Like, oh, and then your dad, you know, when you failed at everything, your daddy and your uncle said, hey, come, come wrestle with us or come work for us and you know, yeah, he had right. definitely, but they weren't. He's entitled. He comes off as an entitled jerk, and like shoot wise, a Bobby Lashley would break his fucking face. Like regardless of if he, you know, he didn't, he didn't go to USC, and, but he did damn, he did damn decent in uh MMA. I believe his his record it might be better than Brock, if not, you know, like on an even level. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm just posted it on Twitter. Bobby was like 10 and 2 or 15 and 2. I think 15 right. and 2 or something. And he I only mean, had he two women. Yeah, but, he was fighting you know. straight fucking tomato can, cans right out the fucking basura bin, fam. Like, come on. Yeah. It wasn't even fresh he, he tomato was. cans, they was empty. Cans that got used up <laughs> thrown in the can. Yeah, nah, man. But I think he'll smoke Mr. Lime Green Superman Punch. And, and, and um, for as excited as I was for it, I didn't like the ending of all too much neither. It's like, why do you got to take the punch from him? So, I mean, although Drew landed on his feet and all that shit, but, like, look at them, you know, Side by side or face to face, frame by frame with each other. Jules imposing over that dude. Like imposing. And I think Bowman looked at him like, oh shit, I might be in trouble. I might be in trouble. I got all the words for Kyrie saying. Yeah, she is so gorgeous, man. They showed that the, uh, she trashed her in the ring. I mean, maybe she got better. We'll see tonight, but she was great. Kyrie trash. Sane? Classic. Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no. Huh? 
I was saying Vanessa Vanessa Bourne is trash, but she finds it in a yeah. motherfucker. So and we all talked about, and as we fawn over her, not the best. I mean, by the clock, leaping down by the week, she is that like she's that bitch. Man. She is that bitch, and she is just the one day to have. I think she's gonna be the one that um beats in the bay. So how long? Wait. So is it's Kona Reeves on Takeover by by uh, by January by the Rumble? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, he might be. He might throw throw him something. Will he? Will he be at Progressive? Because because that's like kind of the. Uh, I mean, you get you know the formula. I mean, if he's, it's like all right, six months from now, would this is somebody that they clearly want. To be, you know, positioned six months from now to be, uh, you know, in that opening match on uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a in a nice grudge with somebody established. Yeah, I mean, if he can continue to get better, like I could see that happening for him. I just think he got he's got such a unique, you know, he's being as tall as he is. He just got an old school. Uh, yeah. Big tall. He got guy like a Barry like, Windham. He got like that yeah, Barry yeah, Windham. Yeah. That DiBiase And I said it a few weeks ago when he wrestled. Like I don't know if that'll help him. In the you know, they might that might be something that they go no 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 stop. But I don't think he's so because just because he's whatever six five or you know I don't I don't uh, he doesn't have he's got a good body but he's not like superimposing that I don't think selling makes his character. Uh, but you never know. Vince might see, you know, hey, he's six five. I don't want him selling for nobody. Tell him to stop that. Yeah. But I think a part of his personality comes from he's such a good seller, and that hair, just like you know, like again, that old school. Just it's just a part of. Yeah, I, I just really like him. Again, he's super green, but. Uh, yeah. If he grows into this character, you know, he's not like Velveteen when you first saw him. He's not that that where you know, oh, this is guaranteed money. No, he's he's like the notch below where it's like, oh yeah, if he if he just keeps working at it, he'll be uh, yeah he is. He'll be somebody. I can actually he's the right see creative. Him. I mean, he's got a good character with the flamboyant gold chains and the Hawaiian swag. Kona Reeves, I like the name change. Yeah, like um. Besides that, Trav, I mean, if you haven't, like I looked at it last night, that, that fucking UK tournament, that that fucking mustache mountain. Understand. Forget about it. Would, was this uh, overall a better tournament than last year? About the same or worse? How would you, uh, we ran a I would say if, if, if. Oh. I would say maybe a notch lower. Okay. Just match quality because it's not as new. Um, not because, not, I mean, because, because it's not as new. Match quality, I don't know. They might have they matched it and it might have been overmatched. Like that like the first night that sick-ass six-man tag with um, um, British style and um, Undisputed Era. That was crazy. You had, um, what's the name? He came to put that. Dude that was on doing the whole Alicia Fox thing. Um, Noam Dar. 
He came to play. Yo, I, I usually don't like when the big guy does the obligatory big boot, but god damn. Yeah, yeah his boot is at almost like. Like, fam, I make an exception. <laughs> oh, you want to know what yeah. pissed me off? I meant to bring this up when Cam was still on this week. Uh, what pissed me off this week was finally we were about to get a match. We, we were about to see. Uh, the Falcon Arrow in win a match for Seth Rollins and that shit got broken up. I was so mad. <laughs> like the Falcon Arrow, you don't know, Mike is like my favorite finisher. It's you know yeah, one of them. And I always catch a lot of shit for it, especially from like Dre or somebody. Nah, uh, but yeah, hire, finally. I think then uh then Hayabusa introduced that man. Uh, something like that. I think one of those two. Uh, yeah, I guy. think he was like the first cat that was doing it, Hayabusa. But that was that was always a cool, you know, a cool, a visually cool move to me. That Falcon Arrow. Yeah. Um, that thirty minute classic joint. I ain't gonna front that shit for two minutes. Like, I think she's a I said that match with Ziggler and uh, Rollins, that shit was dope. Oh, but yeah. You can see, you can see in Drew's eyes, I'm just waiting for Drew to back in Philly and beat the shit out of him. Lane. Down the car. So, think about, also, what you think about the return of one of the most popular teams in hell. About what you're breaking up, I can't. Team hell no. Oh, yo, fam. Last week on when I was on on Wade's uh, post game joint. Said that too. Smack, he actually said that. No, he brought it up. I shit it all over it. <laughs> I was like, I don't see no goddamn Kane. Fuck that. The fuck. And then they the Mayor goddamn Kane. what they like. Ain't this a bitch? Damn. So yeah, I mean, whatever. The crowd liked it, so, you know, that's really uh, all that matters. I didn't particularly care for it, but that's fine. So do you see them? Yo, Lacey fucking Evans, man, making me want to, making me want to risk my life and go back to back to the board. Get my Jim Crow on, and yeah, I'm like, man, I could, I could. I could, uh, you know, I wouldn't get harassed too bad, I don't think. Keep my eyes off the white women. If you could look you definitely look Yeah, she got it. Fuck out of here, Candace or Lorraine. That's a real, that's a real woman <laughs> across the ring. She beat the shit out of Candice LeRae. <laughs> uh, I think that shit's... We got these two two uh, two homies in our circle, Jared and Callie. And I think one... Uh, certainly Jared, but I think they both just... 
absolutely hate Candace LeRae, kind of irrationally or, you know, just un- totally unwarranted. I think some of that's rubbing off on me because I'm starting to not be able to. I didn't like her in the May Young Classic. I was just like, is this what people are all excited for? This little cornball-ass motherfucker? Yeah. So. Whatever. Oh, we lost Mike. That was uh that was bound to happen the way his his shit was holding up. Uh let's uh oh, got another VIP question, so we'll save that. So let's uh let's head down back to DC. I think this is Willis. Uh wow. Willis, what's on your mind? Not so much sitting here chilling. I was just thinking about Brock Lesnar and um Paul Heyman about coming out on social media talking about that Brock's contract, he he don't want to have nobody to face the um, triple, because the match was supposed to be whoever won that um, multi-man match was supposed to be the number one contender for okay. Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. So, okay. so they can still have I'm that. Thinking, yeah, that's what I. But thought. I didn't think it was going to be a multi-man with Lesnar in it. I thought it was going to be yeah, number one contender deal. So okay, yeah. thanks for clearing that up. So why is that? So off? What, they should still have that match. I think what it is, I truly think that Brock Lesnar is truly, really sick of wrestling Roman Reigns because you could just tell the manner that he left at the end of that WrestleMania match, he didn't stay for his fireworks or nothing. Once the match ended, he rolled out before he even got, he took the win and just rolled out. And he was cussing the whole time he was walking up that joint. And I'm thinking that he got Hulk Hogan creative control in his contract, and he keep on seeing Vince keep on putting Roman as his Opponent. Okay, so that would go against everything we've known about Brock Lesnar over the years. Brock Lesnar's never been a I won't lose to this guy guy. He's like, you pay me, I'll do whatever the fuck you want kind of guy. Like, you better get my two million or whatever, you know. Don't try to leave. Don't try to aim dash me and fucking, uh, you know, skip out with my two mil. Well, I think what's going on is maybe he's sick of getting that reaction of nobody caring during his matches, and he's seeing that. as long as he, at, those checks are clearing, why do you think, why would Brock Lesnar care about that? All of a sudden he cares about cheers and booze and people, re- no. The man is stacking well, chips. Yeah, he's but. He, he, into, like, your personal, like, what you want him to feel. Like, I want him to. I hate putting Roman Reigns over and be disgruntled about it. Like, no, oh, fuck. That's WWE well, he, telling he, him beat Roman Reigns. You're like, okay. Point well, well, he is he still in his heart. He is still a fighter. So maybe he actually does want to wrestle somebody else different in a, a event. Maybe. I I don't but, know. Even though that's the story that they is trying to tell, you know 
he don't like traveling all the time either, so I don't know. He don't have Maybe. to travel all the time. He travels like once a month, once every two months. Mm-hmm. That's why he got that contract. But fucking who? That that's that's just the that's just the way I look at it. I'm yeah, feeling that's like very maybe, clear. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe he maybe he actually wants to actually wrestle Lashley in the match. I don't know because I think that's the reason why they brought him up here was to have him fight Brock, and that was something that was rumored for months since even before. Leslie came on television that was supposed to be him and Brock. So I don't know how they're going to run it to see him, but that's just my feeling in the situation. So, yeah. it's, but we don't know what's going on in anybody else's mind. But, and I was glad to see Bailey finally go off on Sasha after all the time Sasha and went off on her and slapped her up in the back and threw her against damn um tables and shit. So if she got the if she got finally got back what she deserved. So and everybody was going back shit crazy when she whipped her ass, so and nobody wants to see a goody two shoes person all the time. So I hope Bailey <laughs> I hope Bailey just comes out and don't have no more um colors or nothing. I hope she just comes out in all black and just totally turn herself different. I wouldn't be surprised if she ended up joining with the Riot Squad. Mm. I would not so, be surprised. That's who, what the, wait, let's say the Riot Squad is an ideal three, three team, three person team, three woman team. Who do they kick out? Is Is well, it's Liv, they don't, they it's know Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. She she fits I, I, that mold the le- the least. Mm-hmm. Like really, all of them because they're all so different. But they're called the Riot Squad. They have Ruby Riot's music, so it's like a punky kind of thing. And what's her face? Sarah Logan don't fit. She fits because she's a big, you know, a, 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 you know, rough and tumble. So she fits the fact the mayhem gimmick, but. Liv doesn't fit either. She's not a punk or she's not punky. She's certainly not any kind of tough guy. Ain't nobody scared of no Liv Morgan. If she ain't have right. Sarah and, and Ruby with her, you know what? So, so I could see her going off, you know, being the tiny little thing she is and having, you know, a spunky, spunky kind of personality, being a decent, decent enough baby face. I mean, she was in NXT. Um, and, and Bailey, like, uh, Taking her out. And and did you hear Enzo's um interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin this week? Oh shit, no. Oh man Enzo Yeah, he he put revealed a whole bunch of stuff. He said he he was getting heat back there for the longest time because he was saying that um when they try to make him do Say corny stuff on the TV. He just flat out and told the writers, "I ain't doing that shit." He's like, "That's not my character. You gonna have me out there looking like Boo Boo the Fool? I ain't doing that mess." And yeah, he, he right. also said, mm-hmm. and he also said that once he had messed up his le- 
remember when he was out that longest time when he had messed up his leg? He said that um, he didn't know how long he was going to last even after that. Enzo hurt his leg? Yeah, remember when he was in, in NXT and he was out for that long time? When they when oh, the used to roll him down? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, he, yeah, he no, I remember that. that. Mm-hmm. He said he was on, he felt like he was on borrowed time back then with his leg. And he said him and Triple H was always having problems because Triple H kept on saying him, you need to um, calm down because you ain't going to change the world. Nobody can change the world. And he told him, I feel like I'm going to change the world, so you, you ain't going to stop me from being who I am. So it was it was a very eye-opening situation listening to that. And he was also talking about the situation that got him fired. He knew about it in December, but um, the um, the cops said they didn't have any case against him. So he had his lawyers look into it. So that's why he didn't really bring it up to nobody because they said they didn't have any real case on him at the time. He said the only reason why he really got in trouble with the situation is because when the girl came out on social media the same day as the 25th anniversary of Raw, that's what got him in trouble. Because they had found out about the tweet before he did. And he was in there um, rehearsing with the APA and the Dudley Boys because he was supposed to have a um, storyline through the whole show. And then when he found out what was going on, he didn't find out he was fired until some his friends kept on blowing his phone up while he was rehearsing, telling him that he was suspended. Damn. So, so he, they announced it before telling him? Yep. That's kind of that's corny. Yep. So he said he had to go to... um. Vince and Mark Carano and, and see what was going on. And Vince was saying, you know, we got all this stuff about the Me Too movement and all the women coming out about alleged rape. And he was like, we can't take any chances with you right now. So he basically told them, basically, F off. So I mean, I, that, I get that from Vince. I get that, but to make that to... to, to to announce it, to post it, to put a statement out before you even tell the talent. Like, that's kind of Bush League. Yeah. So, at first they wasn't going to, at first they was they just put him on suspension, and then after a while they just said, they just said, forget it, they was going to fire him. And they was asking him, um, we might want you back sooner or later. We had to wait until all this stuff dies down. And he was like, just said, forget it. I'm done. He said, don't even bother calling me no more. So he said he basically blocked all, every, all his contacts from WWE and called it a day. And he was saying that he was close to Bray Wyatt. And Bray Wyatt was always always telling him that when you're going to go down, you're going to go down in a blaze of glory. And he kept on laughing at Bray Wyatt about it, and that's exactly what happened. 
So it was a pretty interesting interview. So he said he just going to concentrate on his music and stuff, call it a day, and do independent shows once in a while. Damn! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God! So Mustache Mountain was supposed to face these two jobber dudes, somebody, something, and Dave Axelrod, which I'm wondering if that's like a any kind of political shoot. Uh, Axelrod used to be... Uh, um, forget who he, what he did for W. Uh, I don't think he was press secretary. That was Ari Fleischer. I'm thinking. Of. But anyway, they just uh, the undisputed era basically need need one to the running, jumping knee to the back of one of those guys' heads as they stood imposed on the top of the ramp. Damn. Yo, that was crazy. My bad to cut you off. You were saying. Yeah. So yeah, with the Enzo thing, um, it's, it was only an hour anyway, so it didn't last too long. But he basically did Austin ask him about his song? No, nah, he asked him how he came up with the with the music video and, and the meaning of it and everything. He asked him about that. Did he ask him about his uh, he... undefeated penis or or no <laughs> consensual penis? Nah, he ain't say nothing about that at all. <laughs> no, he had, um he had helped his um brother get through um school with um for directing and, and cinematography and stuff. So he basically just went to his brother and they filmed um the video themselves as his brother um do. Um, filming for a lot of the rap videos and stuff. So he said he got his hookups in, in, in the rap industry that been helping him out as well. So he basically filmed that um, video on his own. He said he did that out of pocket, so it didn't really cost him that much because they already had the camera. Well, yeah, stuff. I mean, and, yeah, it, it, come on. Like, look, in... So my 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 younger brother he raps and he's been putting out projects since he was 16, you know, and he's 24 now I think. Yeah. So in 2010, when him and his friends made, I, I was I was agog when I first when I saw this video that these like 17 and 18 year olds did, and I realized like fuck the technology has gotten to a point where yeah you don't need. If you got a decent camera, you know, and got somebody that can, like, edit your shit or you got a, a cheap program, that, you know, it's all, yeah. And you look at the mainstream, like, videos. Like, I can't, every future video, it's like, like not the not the, like, uh, singles, but, like, his off-brand, like, his off, it's just him, like, in a warehouse or standing on a basketball court, <laughs> single shot, you know, one camera. Uh, uh, maybe some cheap effects like you know that maybe can get added in later, or you got some. It's just like yeah, nobody's spending money, big budget money on making videos anymore. So people don't expect hype Williams style uh, production in music videos anymore. I guess I guess not when when people singing and they only saying two words through the whole goddamn song. What kind of video you gonna do about that anyway? Yeah, I guess. 
but videos used to be. I mean, you older than me, you know how it was back when videos meant <laughs> everything. Yeah, when, remember when yeah. when Black or White premiered like after In Living Color on Fox, like yep. not MTV, it premiered like on Fox at nine o'clock Eastern or whatever to you know twenty million people. And he also spent a million dollars making that video, so it you know it it you know keep think that in context. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I can go back as far as when he did the um show the bad video on CBS. Oh, okay. Yeah, he showed that. that on regular. Yeah, he showed that joint on regular TV. That the whole video with Wesley Snipes in it. You ain't bad. You ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that shit was funny as hell. But other than that, that's about it. All right. Good talking. All right. Talk soon. All right, let's, uh, hey, look at that. Got a got Rich fan on the line. Rich, welcome to uh, the non-VIP uh, show. Wait, this is VIP? Nice. I can go to bed on time. <laughs> Ain't happening. Damn. Better drink a five-hour energy now. Oh, God, I just got out of a hearing for my day job, and so I'm not going to be – I'm just now getting out. By the time I get home, I'm going to try to do some DDP yoga and then uh, read a comic or two. I got to read the domino. Yeah. I got to oh, read yeah. – what else I got to read? I read uh, – what did I read in the last few days? I've read uh, – yeah, I read that Domino 3. I read the – I quote up on my Captain Marvel so I could – so that Infinity Countdown book would make some sense. That was really good. Okay. I was going to send you and Bruce the link to to Comics University because um, he mm-hmm. just – like, because he, he is not a fan of the of the Margaret Stoll uh, Captain Marvel. And, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, and – you know, and the decisions that they've had, uh, even though he was more on Carol's side for sure in Civil War too, um, but he's definitely he's like he just he tries, and then he's just like I'm not reading any more of this Captain Marvel bullshit. Um, but he was like, Yo, this book got her back to her roots, and of course, Margaret Stoll isn't writing it. That's why he was like whoever he was like he was going out of his way to be polite. He's like I'm not trying to take shots at the current writers and artists of Captain Marvel, but Whoever's mm-hmm. writing the this this infinite it's a one off so that kind of sucks. Um, yeah, but that's how he's like they get it they get how to write her how to draw her. Yeah, it's a yeah. So okay. he 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 put that book over. He was like, look, if you just want to sit for twenty minutes and feel good about reading, you know, a comic book like that's what this book is. It, it really was well done. That's why I sent you guys the. Uh, the, uh, the screenshot or whatever with, <laughs> with her trying oh, the to get, argument. Well, she's trying to make make amends and come to grips with her actions in Civil War Two and what she did to Tony. And wait a minute, she's trying to make Parnell's amends with a dude like, who just got out of a coma. Well, no, 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 no. She's like, making hey. amends with the with the idea. Like, no, yeah, stop being a jerk, Rich. But that's what she's I mean. Just, like, she's know. making amends with the idea, and Tony's still gonna be a little raw because he just got out of coma. Well, sure. And he's but Tony. Goes, Tony's Mar- a great age. Like, like, but Marvel's like, you're amazing. He's like, basically, you don't make mistakes. 
Like, fam, that is not, like, that's, imagine the alcoholic or the heroin addict that goes, that's like having that moment of clarity after rock bottom, and, and, and one of the enabling asshole friends is like, like, yeah, they're like, hey, man, you could do another line. He's like, you get that bump. Yeah, you earned you it. You always seem in control week. to me. You always seemed in control to me. Like, I, like, I don't between know you and me, I always thought Tony was the one that went too far. You go get that bump. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Here I got a little residue and, on my pinky nail. Here, have a little, <laughs> have a little bit. So that's amazing. Yeah, okay, so, so I don't know if I'm gonna get. To, I know I'm gonna get to the Avengers. So I'm gonna read Domino Three, the first three Avengers that came out with them because I got to see those arguments in real time. And uh, was there another? Are we gonna read any more Mister Miracle or talk about that tonight? Um, I have seven and eight or eight and nine or whatever. Yeah, I have eight and nine. I just haven't. I haven't read them. Oh, I, I mean, I guess I could in between, you know, yeah, in the hour or so. Yeah, that, uh, yeah so I'll I'll try to read one or both of those. And uh, Yeah, and then we have uh, The Expanse. So you guys are getting a preview. It's going to be a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm st- I just watched The Expanse from last, from two weeks ago today. So once oh, we that's start, a good one. I'll, that's a good one. The I'll Martians, oh the Martians need to get slapped in the face. Yo, Bobby, but why? Like Bobby, you needed to make that not happen. Mhm. He she tried, but that Asian dude who got de-articulated later on was uh was just was determined. Like, see, that's Well, what and then the black girl aggressive. too, she wasn't neither she one of them were really particularly like But she was willing to like okay, okay. he was, they all are so like they're like, oh, Holden, this guy, the human, yeah. the Earther. Like, they, the, the, you could see where the prejudice is because they go into it more in the books. Like, you, Marines on Mars train kind of like how it is in, uh, uh, what's the name of the movie? Uh, what's the, the bowling, like one and a half again? Uh, 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 Kingpin. Oh. oh okay. Because, like, their drill sergeants while you're doing push-ups. It's like, you know the uh, – Gravitational pull on Earth is less, so they can do like 50 push-ups for every 30 you can do. Yeah. So now they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna do 70." Right. <laughs> and that's one of the things I wanted them to include in this series when they did the jump where Avisavala was in charge of the UN. I wanted them to show Bobby on Earth because Bobby saw quite clearly that like we are lazy people. Like, most Earthers are, like, super lazy, and they aren't these super fit, like, Adonises that her drill sergeant had told her about all these years. Right. And they're living on their uh, universal basic income and calling mm-hmm. it a day unless they're, like, power hungry. Or in the military. I mean, let's not act right. like the people she's would be directly fighting hand-to-hand or gun-to-gun would be fucking me out there with a damn... You know, some kind of but, lady. But, but that's the thing. They said all Earthers were like that. So that's what got oh, them yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. That's, I mean, that's like just, yeah, that's classic propaganda. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah, we definitely oh, have man. That. So, yes, yeah, so read those. I'll read, I'll read the stuff. And um, I'm catching up uh, because because I'm the worst. As you know, I'm the worst closer 
Uh, yep. I, mean, I forced myself today, like watch one of these episodes of The Expanse. Do not let that get out. Do not let that get out of because I'm three behind in Westworld. Next thing you know, it's a twelve monkey situation. Although you know, it's yeah. yeah. Speaking so, of which, I saw the first episode of the new se- of the final season four. because they're showing three episodes at a time each okay. week. So like the first episode, I was like, wow, I forgot a lot happened last season and they're not they're not letting up because they filmed them at the same time so it's like we're getting this done we have a story we want to finish and here you go so yeah you got to get on that um yeah luke cage just came out i'm still in the middle of punisher so i got that and just yep. it's just so goddamn much an entire season of young sheldon a half a season of big bang theory it's gonna be a you know but the summer is the time to you know because nothing new is on Right. Um, you know, no Game of Thrones. So you can nibble at one or the other, find something you want to watch on a rainy day. Like right now, it just went from sun to a torrential downpour here in Pittsburgh as I'm driving home. So I'm like, oh, nice. So I'm probably going to do some DDP yoga, hop on the treadmill for like 20 minutes and watch uh, some of. No, probably not. I'll probably just hop off and then read those comics. I got like six or seven of them to read. Okay. So, all right. Anybody on the uh, line? I'm sorry. I just like hijack. Yeah, no, no. You're fine. Jarrell's Jarrell's it, and we'll go to him and wrap things up. I don't see anybody. All right, let's see if I actually can break the streak, because every time Jarrell calls, something random happens and my phone cuts out. Oh. (laughs) All right. Let's uh, get Jarrell, the southern gentleman. Uh, from Georgia on. What line. off? Ooh. <laughs> Did you hear that conversation? Man, don't call really me like... that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Don't Nothing call me shit. that. <laughs> I do declare. Nothing, um, uh, then Southern gentlemen about me. That's some um, high society people call themselves. See? I am far from that. Mm. Woo! Jazzabelle, cool with the Jazzabelles and stuff like that. <laughs> ain't you, uh, don't you got, like, land on the Geechee Islands or some shit, uh, <laughs> you uh, high society, high life. See? Take your yacht out to the Geechee Islands and shit. <laughs> yeah. If if that means drinking drinking your Hennessy Hennessy in the jar, then yeah, that's high life. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> that's See, I knew Darrell was gonna have to take an equal and opposite. <laughs> nope, Mason jar. Like, nope, Mason jar. Hennessy. This old man age jar, like my granny. No, it's the old Mason. It's the old Mason jar, like Rich said. Mason jar. Okay. That's the um. Yeah. Even moonshine. better. That's the. Done with these oh, see, it ain't been the real Hennessy. Darrell making his own shine. He gonna shine on us all. <laughs> After you get finished drinking the shine, you put your regular alcohol up in there. So <laughs> that's what we do. That's high. That's high class. See, I, I ain't trying to go blind. I'm not messing with Darrell Stillery. Hey, long as oh, you stay man. out of um, Cam territory, um, Cameron Hawkins, know you listening, son. Hey, you gonna yeah, get he got this his smoke secret one family. Day. I ain't messing with that dude. Oh, I'm putting you all gonna this, get this smoke uh, one day. Oh, wait, Cam's gonna get smoked? 
What happened now? I didn't, I didn't, I, see, I've been working. I didn't realize Cam got smoked. All I know is I got 27 te- uh, uh, notifications from Brad and Britt. Yo, all they homies trying. I was like, okay, that's over. That was, you know, hot thing last night. Nope. This afternoon, somebody else caught the. Uh... Oh no, it wasn't the Brad and Britt. It was the K- it was him and Bryant. Oh, Katie Vick. Okay, yeah, because people were talking about the fact that when uh, listen, Darrell, like I know you are a man from the south, and you have certain like you have you you have strong stances, but like I don't know of any person on any planet. I don't care where you stand on the issues of like. LGBTQIA people. Like, if you say something that's homophobic, I've never heard of that ever being a positive thing. Like, hey, man, that's so gay. That has never been a positive thing anyone has ever said. But Vince Russo out here trying to pretend like, why is that negative? (laughs) Right. Ain't nobody like, like, yo, check out my new shirt. Oh, shit, that shit is tough. That shit's so gay, fam. Yo, I like it. Like, no, that ain't how that's for you. Like, no. And then, you know, and him alluding, like, if you like this sort of wrestling, it'd still be a problem. Like, if you like this sort of wrestling, you like dudes. Like, wait, what? My man, you've been hanging out in that video store you worked at for too long. There's some words that you can't say to some people <laughs> in certain right. different um, backgrounds, like um, um, Elf Boy. That's oh that, yeah, that line, that's labeled to get you um beat up. Who elf and, boy? And it's Damn. elf. I ain't talking about elf. Oh, elf boy. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. Elf. Oh, fag boy. No. The views of Travis Bryant. It's no, he's talking about f boy. Fuck boy. Yeah. Okay. Like f you. Yeah. Like f you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, the real is the fucking censor version of the real. Like, say goddamn words. Oh yeah, but I ain't saying that because let, if I say that, then that means we got real heat, and I want that smoke. Yeah, he talking about so nuclear heat. That's like saying "f somebody mother." Wait, you're saying to call gentle- somebody a fuck boy is nuclear heat? Yeah. Oh yeah. Has it just gotten so like watered down and nationalized that it's just a no. generic insult for the rest of us? Na- it is now. It's where? become like that internet. Wait, hold up. Hold Go up. ahead, Darrell. See. It's certain parts you go down south that you can't say that. That can't come out your mouth. I don't care if you man, That's what I'm saying. Female, so for the rest of us, it's, it's just a thing. It's just one of those slangs that made it out of the fucking, out of Georgia and everywhere else. It don't mean as much. We get the insult, but it's not like it means there. I get it. Matter of fact, I right. call the Georgia and call everybody a fuck boy and dare them to say something. See? Man, you better hit the flow. Like the song says, you got hit the flow. Drive by. And it's oh, even worse in Florida. <laughs> Keep it moving. It's even, Matter it's fact, even worse in Florida. It's like from that, uh, uh, um, um, Killer Mike said it's like desolate, like south southwest uh, Atlanta, is it? That's just super mm-hmm. gutted. I'm going to southwest Atlanta. Like, all oh, y'all some dirty ass fuck boys hit that shit hard, too. See, you're gonna be like uh you're gonna be like uh Bruce Willis in that third die hard in Harlem. <laughs> with the billboard, with the sandwich board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no man. <laughs> Darrell gonna have to get you out, man. 
It's some it's some crazy stuff, man. It's 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 even worse in Florida. Like once you go down there towards that Miami area, they don't even let you get the F U up out of your mouth before they ready to shoot you up, carve you up. It's just like with Jamaicans and and, and calling them and calling them pussy. No. Yeah. You, Rude you, boy. You, you eat pussy um uh you know, when the woman bleeding. Because, you know, they don't believe in eating pussy. So. They only eat pussy when they fresh out the fucking shower. Fuck out of here, Jamaicans. I learned that from Jesus and Mero. From Jesus. From Jesus and Mero. Like, what's wrong with y'all fucking Jamaicans? I need to. Come on. That's abs- that's absurd. That's grounds for never. If I was a woman, like, I ain't never. I'd never fuck a Jamaican. Ever. If I just knew that about their culture. I'd be like, I ain't taking a chance. I ain't never giving Jamaican guy my number. Let him not munch my box and, and expect all kinds of shit in return. Like, you gotta go fucking suck on that plantain, you fucking Jamaican. Wow. Crazy. It's crazy. So, I don't know about the Vince Russo thing, because so, I don't keep up with him. He one of those, no, those horrible people no, with, horrible, either. Just with, with horrible minds. Tagged in some shit. Yeah, and and I found it as a quality opportunity to troll Vince Russo supporters, and I was like, "Oh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm up for this. I got time." <laughs> and I'm a guy, and I'm a guy who game was strong Vince last Russo. night too. It's like y'all some grown ass men I'm, tweeting about this. I'm like, fam, you're a grown ass man responding to these tweets, like. <laughs> and I'm a guy who don't even blame him for the death of WCW. Um, me. Oh no! WCW happened soon. No. Soon NWO came along. The came along. is like, it would be like you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of somebody that was super like, um, drugged out, STD'd out. Like yeah, blaming a, you know, the flu, old on killing that person. Like, Well, I mean, I, I was reading, and people, that one dude in particular, but I, I didn't have the patience to get into an argument with the guy because he's like, yeah, you guys got to be human. And I was like, okay, so the human race, you're one of those dudes where it's like, there's only one race, the human race. And then I just scroll. Yeah, all I had to do around was his, scroll on his timeline. I bet it's all kinds of, you know. Oh no! He, he look on his time timeline. He quote tweets Disco Inferno talking about, yeah, I bet if that was a bunch of men, they wouldn't get the attention they deserve if they're being sexually harassed. So, like, first of all, Disco is an idiot. <laughs> Don't say that cat all, name, man. Don't say that uh-oh. cat name, uh, Rich. You go on with your story, but it's a rule, especially where I'm at, mm-hmm. and all my friends, because I got about forty friends. We all talk about wrestling. We get together and watch this. Been watching this yeah. little. That's the one name out of anybody in wrestling nobody speak of. If they're going to say his Damn. name, it's D.I. or something like that. Never Yo, oh, okay. I'm not, I don't want no smoke. It's going to be nothing but fuck I don't want no smoke. No uh, references. <laughs> See? Travis wants smoke. I, I, hate com. I, hate the, I hate the music. We hate the music. You come off of... To, Make that shit my phone, my, good, my, my, okay, seller. my text message alert. It was a good seller. Well, no, make it, make it my Twitter seller, alert, and then I'm going to take something me. real flames. Get my shit blowing up while I'm around, y'all. <laughs> well, what about his uh, Man, duck? that man was the worst wrestler of all time. Damn. Damn. I ain't trying to get cut. 
Yep. It's, it's him that push the issue to certain people. Him and Kane are two individuals that push issues with people. So that tickle they fancy. So, yeah, we don't speak that guy's name. But you can go on with your story, though. I, I like to hear pe- um, people um, trashing him, though. Go ahead, Rich. You was, you was did, rich fall, did Rich fall off? Oh, Rich fell off. Damn. Goddamn <laughs> tungsten or whatever tunnel he got to go through to get home. Fuck this whole uh, connection up. Oh, he can call back because it ain't. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we haven't gotten. It's a two minute warning now. Minute 47. What, so. what, well, well, Trav, he I got back. a question for you. Now, I know y'all was yeah, talking about Bailey and Sasha earlier. But I want to speak on how they already, to me, killed this story by the next moment, what they did with Kurt Angle. And nobody's speaking on this. How he told Bailey she has to go to counseling or she's going to get fired for the actions that she did. But we had people like Braun Strowman do the similar action. Um, Drew, Drew McIntyre. Similar stuff. They don't get uh, reprimanded in that way, and told if you you got to go to counseling and stuff. And that's my whole thing about how they just dumb down the women and just and just stupid storytelling and just horrible booking. Because next week it, it's because all the fans are so used to it, and and WWE done made them so used to it. Now watch this next week, especially when this counseling session be so horrible. They're going to be calling in and talking about, oh, man, they just had that incredible angle where Bailey finally showed a backbone. Now they got her in counseling, talking about feelings and all of this Google Gaga stuff, and it just took it for me. All right, so peep game. So me and Dre had, you know, because he hasn't – he never liked Bailey. Even going back to the NXT, he just didn't like the character. And, you know, that's understandable. Um, But he – I had texted him, like, yeah, I can't wait to – to hear your thoughts on, you know, this Bailey stuff. And he went and he was working, so he stopped and went and watched, uh, you know, watched the clip and was like, yo, about time, I'm glad. Like, so so we start kicking around um, ideas and stuff for, for Heal Bailey. He thinks it's going to, the counseling is what's going to solidify her heel turn. He thinks she's going to, I was like, well, you think she's going to, like, find her dark side through ca- in counseling? He was like, I bet. So, unlike, he you know, Dr. Heine or whatever. If they again, he's going to fire him. Who, who was the doctor in the the Kane and Daniel Bryan stuff? Whatever that guy's name was. Like, it's going to be the opposite of that. Like, so instead of taking guy, taking the character and making an, and, and softening the edges and making them relatable and, you know, whatever they did for Brian, especially, but Brian and Kane with the doctor, uh, doctor the, the counseling stuff. Uh, it'll be the opposite. Like somehow Bailey will find her dark side because, you know, maybe, maybe she remembers something and I don't know. I mean, there's, hopefully it's not corny and like over the top cheesy and shit, but there's, there's, there's a, there's a way to do that. Even with counseling. Sound like you leaning towards corny. I'm willing to, to write like off. Towards like I didn't go, wow, they're sending her to counseling. That sounds like a great idea. I, I kind of was like, oh, counseling? Oh, okay. This, 
like, you know, all right, let's see where this goes kind of thing. I didn't want to jump jump out, you know, immediately. So we'll see. My Rich, whole thing Indiana. is I be wanting them to treat them the same. Just want them to treat them the huh? same. Wait, how are they going to treat who the same? What? I just want them to treat them the same way as the the women, as the men. If we all just going to be looked at as wrestlers. Uh, well, in this case, I hope Bayley. not. She I don't had, want them to do comedy stuff with Bailey. I'd rather her be serious. Oh, no, I don't want the comedy either. That's why I think they should oh, get rid okay. of comedy writers. But, no, I want the the interaction. That's what made it more touching and bring and draws you more in is the her finally getting fed up in the in the shit talking from not yes. holding the mic because you get tired of seeing them holding the mic and waiting for somebody else to respond. Like that would set some more Joe apart from everybody else because the shit talking you hear him in the ring. <laughs> it just it just sets a mood and you feel what they you feel what he's feeling. And you were feeling what Bailey was feeling when she said, "You think I don't remember everything you done from you done to me?" Yeah, everything. not just over the last few weeks, that but you done. everything. Yeah. And you felt she that because I'm taking it back. <laughs> I'm her taking cousin. it back for a while. When I go ahead, Rich, my bad. Oh no, I was just gonna say her cussing was such the mark, like. This is like kind of like what you were saying earlier with the phrases that set people off. When she is like off air, like they had to bleep it out and not like you know. But she was feeling that, like, like you said, like she was getting into some deep stuff. Like you're not gonna do this to me again. I'm tired of it, and I was with her. I was like, handle it, girl. Yep, she's been messing up your matches for a while now. Let's not let's not just talk about how she changed on the, in the chamber and all this other stuff. No, let's talk about how she interrupted her title match and made it more about Sasha winning the title for you than you winning the title. Cause that's when I felt like they messed completely messed up her character. They messed it up from day one of her coming on the main roster. But that to me is when her character was dead because the Bailey that we knew from NXT. I don't see her accepting a win, a handout win from Sasha Banks, helping her get the win, and then come on on there Monday and act like it didn't happen and celebrate like it never happened. So we must be talking about the second one, right? Because I remember there being like a big argument over, like, and my thing was, fam, Dana Brooke was in there trying to help Charlotte, like, I'm not. I'm supposed to be mad that Sasha Banks came out, but then they re, then they had the course correct, so they did. They they made it super like lame and had Sasha come out and without uh, much, if any, heel interference. It was like none. a month and later. Attacked, um, so Charlie, that must be the one. It was the second one. Yeah, yeah. The, the one where they had the raw talk and they asked Bailey and Sasha about it. And they just right, and they like were just like, happened. hey, you know, we got look at our matching jackets. That's right. That's right. Fucking garbage. Garbage. I was like, Renee Young, what the fuck? You just going to move on? <laughs> like, what kind of journalist are you? 
you ask the hard-hitting question, sort of, and then you get a half-assed non-answer, and then you're like, okay, so, you know, yeah, cute jackets, ladies. Like, yeah, yeah, that was bullshit. And just going off of how Vince McMahon books, next week, um, session, or whatever they calling it, it's going to be full of comedy stuff. I had them kicking and caddy, caddy, um, Women tropes, old women tropes that women don't even act like no more. <laughs> like stuff from from the ninety from the nineties, how they seen women caddy want to claw fight you type of fights and stuff like that. And it's gonna be funny, ha ha stuff instead of being serious and real. Because any sister that I know, uh, a girl who they trying to um, play these tropes off of of girls who are a little hoodish, first of all, if you're trying to steal her moment, let's say if you her friend and you're trying to steal her moment in front of her from her man and stuff like that, she about to check you immediately. She's going to chin check you, friend or not, because the first thing come out of her mouth, oh, so you trying to show me up in front of my man? Wham! Oh, so you must like him. You must want to do something with him. And they finna make it all foolish. That's what I felt like Bailey did. She made it serious when she told her, like, I'm tired of you. I know you finna try to hit me with the same bull you hit me with last week when you attacked me when you lost the match. You done lost the match again. So, no, uh uh-uh, not this time. I'm finna beat you. I'm finna beat the hell out of you. I'm finna manhandle you. You might be the boss, but I remember I done beat you twice. You ain't never beat me. One on one. Mm. Certainly never took a That's title off. Huh? And that's how we make the women serious, I guess. You know, I know um you hear a lot of callers and they always talk about you can't take this woman serious or that woman serious. But if you write them and you make them do serious things, the more serious you take them. If you be, it's like you hang around someone and all they do is play all day. You ain't gonna never take them serious, even when they try, like a little boy crying wolf. You ain't taking him serious after the fifteenth time he said wolf, wolf, wolf. Little boy, get out of here. But when you start writing them serious, that's why you take them serious. That's the difference between a uh, Alexa Bliss coming out there and getting another heel reaction on the mic. And instead of a Carmella coming out there doing all that foolishness, wacky. She gets the reaction. I don't the think, same don't, stuff. Like, she gets over. I'm just saying. That's why she's still getting pushed. I'm just saying. Like, if it wasn't working, she wasn't getting pushed. It's just not working with me or or you, apparently. But And that's okay. But I don't. you can't diminish what, what is clearly but working. Some, some people say. With a decent amount of people. Some people women. say gender don't get um, – uh, don't get the reaction, but he get a reaction even no, though he really don't like gets a better reaction than gender, like no doubt. And we can question the reason of his his action. I, I I take it as you know, can you take that anywhere? Can you get can you get that emotion stirred up anywhere? And what Bailey did last night, she can get a reaction or uh, emotion stirred up anywhere, not on just WWE TV. You can take it to um, that um, charity called TNA, and, and people give a reaction. 
you take that over to New Japan, I'm thinking even though they don't have women, you can get a, a reaction. And, and um, I think, Rich, you can speak more on that, on the Joshi wrestling over there. Do you see that as something that you could see over there and getting the same reaction? Uh, I don't think they could play it up that way. I mean, you got to look at it this way. With Joshi, a lot of the promotions, like one of the best ones right now was started by a woman who was basically seen as a diva. And she did a lot of like the um, like the pinups and stuff. And then she went to become a pro wrestler and she had the crap beat out of her for the first two years. Like she didn't want to match. And then she became one of their best wrestlers because she showed she learned and earned it. So they would never jump around into like cutesy stuff. But then at the same time, one of the big storylines that Asuka was in before she left, she had a match where she knocked a woman out legit in the match and afterwards was trying to pop her boobs out just to be sexual with her. So it's like when they get stuff, it's going to be hypersexualized. It's never going to be just for humor or like cute. And see, that's that's my thing is do do it relate. Do people relate to this? If you show somebody this certain stuff and they listen to it and they see it, can they relate to it? And that was more relatable when she just jumped on um, Sasha. Not we finna go to counseling. I don't care if you finna fire me or not. I mean, you might as well fire me because if I don't like you, I ain't finna go to no counseling with you. Some of these people can't even make their wife go to counseling with them. So, <laughs> don't come at me and tell my, you fire me. Um, all right, then, then fire me then. You already in hot water. That's what you would think a heel would say, a heel Bailey or a heel Sasha. Then fire me, Kurt. You already in hot water. Fire me. Lose, you said right. I'm one of your biggest stars. Lose yeah. me then and see what. Yeah, right. How about pulling somebody, calling this bluff on that? Such so, so. That definitely ran through my mind. Like, you can't just threaten to fire somebody that doesn't want to go to camp. Like, this is wrestling. Right? But you like, got to remember, Travis. Like, you, can't be, this is... you, can't be, you can't have it one way and then all of a sudden expect us to think, uh, oh, yeah, totally normal. He sure, he sure he can make her go to counseling. Like, since when? Well, you got to remember that use that drag on for months and you know people ain't got to go to counseling to end it. Fuck. But the the thing now is they're they're using the job thing as a McMahon trope. Like you want you got to keep this job because if if you don't work for the church of WWE, you're nothing. So like that's pervasive in these storylines. There aren't too many people. That say like, right. I wish you would fire me. If they were like, go ahead, fire me then. Or if you dare, you know, yeah. But it wasn't like that when he did. With, with he didn't want to suspend Ronda. He made it seem like, oh man, I really don't want to do this, but this yeah. is not my happy. Because she actually she did something that went too far. Like you can like make a case that uh, hitting, especially after she hit him over and over. But once she hit the refs. Like, he could forgive her for hitting him, even with a briefcase, right? But once she did what she did to the refs, he really had no choice. So that's understandable. Bailey should have been like, man, get the fuck out of my face. I didn't punch no refs. I didn't karate chop no no officials. 
she wants to spin me because I I got obvious long term beef with this woman that everybody knows I have beef with that you know I Kurt fire yourself I told you don't put me in a match with her now you're mad that I that 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 tensions exploded what a fucking asshole Kurt yeah be and fired. he's more mad at them and bring in, bring in a to Brit. each other <laughs> than what um, Ronda did to him. He was second guessing, suspending her. But he was mm-hmm. adamant on, I'm going to fire you. So you go. Yeah. And it's one yeah. like, totally doesn't oh, work. Stephanie it doesn't told me to sense. say this. It doesn't. It, and it didn't so make sense because it was right me. after the commercial. He had no. He didn't have enough time. That was all Kurt. He didn't have enough time. Remember, it happened. They went to commercial. He caught her backstage or whatever. He was like, oh, no, 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 no. He told the ref, bring her to me. So I guess he did technically have because it was in a couple couple more segments. Uh, so you're right. He could have. But he didn't make it seem like he, you know, he talked to Steph or this is this was Stephanie's words. This was him trying to assert his power because he got – you know, embarrassed last week and had to do something he didn't want to do, which was suspend suspend Ronda. He didn't say go to counseling or you're suspended for 30 days like the president he said last week. He said fire. It was so all types of dumb and backwards and it didn't make sense. And I'm glad you you brought that that part up because, yes, that, that did kind of uh, take away uh, from from the moment. From the and that and you know people were genuinely you had two back to back weeks where you had women's angles that got the crowd absolutely rabid and off their feet and and then yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know to y'all did Raw feel different to y'all that Ronda wasn't on the show just because of the lasting impression she left to to the angle with um, Alexa Bliss. No, I mean, you had Alexa come out and address it. You had the, the video package of it. You had Natalia out there reminding people, hey, she's going to be back, and she'll probably do that every week until she's back, which is good. Um, I like how they're handling this, this suspension, and I like how the crowd is accepting it because it's all logical. It makes sense. They don't feel like – I don't think they feel like they're missing something, like, oh, that sucks, I'm, you know, I wish you – you know, because it works and makes sense in the storyline, and she wouldn't be wrestling anyway. Because they're not going to have her just wrestling on Raw. So unless you show up to the pay-per-view and she's not there, you shouldn't really be disappointed you didn't get to see, quote-unquote, Ronda Rousey. So, cool, Darrell. We're going to go ahead and uh, end things there. Appreciate you, all, yes, as sir. always, man. And we'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. All right. So, yeah. So, Rich, we'll have, uh, yeah, this a packed VIP. We'll try, in quotes, to keep things, you know, each topic as short as possible. But, I mean, how can we not? I mean, we go from, you know, if you follow politics and stuff, you know, uh, you, you know, left-leaning folks certainly went from, uh, it depends if you're a corporate left, a corporate Democrat, maybe you weren't feeling so great. But, you know, last night you find out Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you know, she wins a fucking flat-out admitted proud socialist, you know, beats a 20, 19-year, you know, 10-term congressional member in New York and Queens and the Bronx, and uh, not even her her winning. She'll be a national star overnight. She already is. But what that signals to how to beat corporate Democrats and incumbent folks on the left, you know, the so-called left, 
Uh, and then the next day you get the fucking news that, oh, well, fucking Roberts is going to is retire and, and Fuckface gets to, uh, is going to get to uh, get to nominate a, 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 another Supreme Court justice. So If he's great. not impeached by then. And you're thinking, like, fuck, because somebody was like, this is the Reagan era is over. Like, Roberts, Connors, or whoever, all the three people that Reagan nominated in his eight years are all gone now. Roberts was the last. And it's like, yeah, because everybody uses that number, 30 years, 30 years. And it's like, yup. Unless he go on, he'll fuck around and and nominate somebody that's 35. (laughs) Well, but the thing with him is, and I don't know if I haven't listened to Brad and Britt's work. It's been crazy, and I haven't had a chance. And really, when I saw that in the middle of, like, I got a text update about it, I wasn't really in the mood to read anymore. Like, the issue they have to run into now, and we can talk about this in VIP, is if this yeah, sucker gets impeached or if, you know, because there are grounds, especially if the Democrats take control of the House, you have the opportunity to impeach uh, Gorsuch. Because Good. you can argue, his, especially every if, major decision uh, uh, should be up, up, should be questioned. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's the thing. And Democrats like you know uh, Schumer and Pelosi need to get their head out of their butts because they're going after my girl Maxine, who's explaining how the civil rights movement works to a bunch of people who think it was just everyone voted on like Star Search or something, and then oh yeah, black people get rights. There you go. It's like you don't. Right, so you're I, telling I, I me you don't currently like, have. Wait, so, so white people are really telling this 79 year old black woman uh, uh, the 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 etiquette of of uh, well, it was something about the rest uh, the restaurant or some shit like yeah of civility restaurant civility. Or well, something. well, she well, what is even restaurant civility? She was saying with the restaurant, this should be what any constituency does, where you go out and you publicly confront your politicians. And they were, you know, everyone's like, well, you know, I want to have a discourse okay. of. Well, are you sure? Is that what she said, or did she say confront them with machetes to their throats and 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 and, and pitchforks and torches? That's, I think that's what she said. I'm pretty sure she wanted. She was saying dismember those, you know, your 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 representatives, horse and draw them, draw and quarter them. You mean like when Gabby Giffords got shot? Yeah, or uh, when a sitting president during his election said I could shoot somebody in Fifth Avenue and nobody would convict me. What about Steve Scalise? A Bernie Bernie bro shot him. A left wing uh, right. uh, nut job. Was there, and, and he I said, just read your post. He didn't yell out Allahu Akbar. He yelled out free health care for all before he uh, opened up fire on that baseball field. And I just saw your post on Facebook. What I, what I post? Make America white again as a Tennessee politician's. Oh, that's uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. I had this one particular friend from Croatia, and she like always like jumps in like in those types of posts, and it's like, you know, wh- wh- like why are you singling out white people? Everyone's there, are scumbags everywhere. You know, like. Well, I mean, like, like number one, you I don't know your friend. Like, yeah, I don't know your friend, but she wants to get into the history of Croatia sometime. I can discuss that with her. 
well, I mean, she's <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like I'm you are, but I'm not versed on, you know, uh Balkan politics. Right? So I'm not going to jump on your timeline like why are you always bad mouthing um uh Tito and you know, uh, yeah, whatever and Yugoslavia for life. Like no, like I don't I'm not that's not my culture. I don't know that there are nuances and things that I just don't know that I would have no business trying to speak on. Like, I don't understand how you don't understand that there are a segment of white people in America that would rather I not have, you know, the opportunities and, and rights that I do. Like, well, why is that hard to, to understand? And, like, that's why I put posted that one the way I did. Like, I have these white European friends, and they're Central and Eastern Europeans, because most of the ones that are Western, like, that are from – uh, uh, England or the UK and or even like the, the the Scandinavian countries. Like number one, I think they they get a decent amount of Western Western media that they see. Like I mean, how many times you got to see black people getting shot in the back by the cops running away? You know, at a traffic stop, not at like a drug deal going wrong or something, but like, hey, you got to your tail lights out, pat, 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 pat. Like so, they 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 get it. Like when people say all lives matter is is just a bunch of bullshit, um, and ignoring like you know history and all. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it's those guys, and it's like, how do you not see what's happening in your region? Like, fam, you live in Croatia, you don't see what's happening in fucking Hungary, you don't see what's happening in the Ukraine, you don't see what's happening in, in Poland. This right wing fucking nationalist, right. racist fucking wave that's hit hit your part of the country or your part of the world. You're over here. Uh, I mean, look at the uh, uh, look at the fact that, like the World Cup, I got very annoyed, and I guess this will bleed into this. Will be a VIP preview for those of you who don't listen. I got really pissed because one of my favorite players in Arsenal, his name is Granit Xhaka, he plays for the Swiss national team, and he scored a goal against Serbia. And when he did it, he did like the Birdman like hand signal, which is the Albanian okay. eagle. And the reason he did that was his dad was an Albanian protester that got jailed in Serbia for five years just for saying that you shouldn't be a dictator. Right. And so he gets out of jail. He gets his family to Switzerland and they hide out there. This kid's brother plays for uh, the Serbian team. And it's like a big issue. So like, they were like, this is inflammatory. I was like, let me find out my dad got put in jail for something he didn't do. And I'm playing the team that did it. I'm, you you right. lucky I don't drop a deuce on your coach. <laughs> Damn, I thought you would say like at the at the eighteen yard line. No, I learned no, I learned from Shawn Michaels. I learned from Shawn. I listened to Shaw, uh, Marty Janetti's Why It Ended, and he explained the reason this a uh, couple of weeks ago. They really lost the tag titles. wasn't because like Vince had cold feet. Like that weekend after the Saturday night's main event, when the top rope broke and they won the tag titles. They were on a flight with a drunk dude who was being belligerent, and him and Marty, Marty and Sean, pooped on the dude. Oh, my God. And so he's, like, walking up and down the aisles with feces on him, like, like hanging off his sweater. Drop into the guy's lap at the same time. Like, I'm imagining the guy's in the center seat, Sean and Marty. They hit him with the the rocker dropper. On the outside seats, and they just – you know, put their uh, tailbones together, you know, and totally manly, not like, you know, and then they just bloop, bloop right in the guy's lap in unison. <laughs> 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 All right, on, on that note, 
Damn, we can't. We we. Can't. I, I thought we was gonna get out of this show without scatting poop, poopity poop, scatty scat. <laughs> hey, I just no, want to call and quite. ask: Is there, uh, you know, do you have my number still? Because please don't have my number. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! Before I end the episode, there is somebody that just. Oh shit! Not just he's been online for fifty-two minutes, but he just put his hand up. So three one two. Uh, let's see if you can get it. Write the number yeah. down. You know who it is. Rich there. Uh-oh, he knows. <laughs> it's Sean from Chicago, man. What's up? Oh, oh baby well, Jesus. I... Hide the kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> be be oh, quick, no, man. Sean. I know y'all, uh... y'all running long. Yeah, no, I know y'all running long, man. I just, uh, yeah, I just want to say, uh, yeah, it sounds like a, a good idea with Bailey running um, heel, man, with the black leather jacket and stuff, looking like Deuce and Domino. Uh, what do you, what do you <laughs> think? Put the cigarette rolled up in her, in her white tee sleeve. Yeah. You can't run <laughs> me, old man. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, yo. What do you think the percentage is? Yeah. Yeah, like she she do well in that role. What do you think the actual Either percentage is? Either hair up. matter of fact, I want to see 80s. Oh, my man was like, just have her be, don't switch. Don't change her. Just have her be like, wear all black and act annoying like Avril Lavigne or something. But no. Go do 80s heel. Tease your hair up like some like glow style and just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, oh, I, I, I say still let her do the hugs, too. Let her beat your ass and then give you a hug afterwards. That's oh, just so my insulting. goodness. Or just creepy, <laughs> yeah. like, hugs, like, come here, give me a hug. People are like, no, I don't want to. And then she just peels in. Yeah, yeah I wish you would try oh, yeah. to go to hug them and then flip double birds. Just like Maradona, <laughs> double Burgum. So, uh, well, Rich, I just asked you on, on Twitter, how do you shit on command? But uh, yeah, that's that's a VIP topic. You can keep that one. Listen, I do no, it for the uh, people. I do it for America. It would. Uh, I had a question about. Uh, well, oh, sorry, uh, Candice LeRae won. By the way, if you didn't see yeah. Travis. She and the, I noticed you didn't say anything about that. I just saw it pop up on Twitter. I told you, man, she's she's annoying. You're going to get really tired of her. And it's not because she's not that good at her job. It's because of she's just catching – she's just uh, being propelled. She's like Roman Reigns to Seth Rollins right now, you know. Ooh, she's just see? underneath his wing. That's what she is, though. And and and, yeah. uh, and honestly, I'll even give. I didn't I'll like her, but I'm credit. saying uh, my my dislike for her goes back to the May Young Classic when I didn't know anything about her except for reputation, and I was like, "This is what people were excited about. This is who's like people are like, oh, Candice LeRae, May Young Classic, blah 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 blah." Like, just because she's Gargano's wife, that's it. Just because she's Gargano's wife. I think she's good, and she could actually be good enough. I think she could be as good as the hype is, uh, but she's nowhere near that now. She shouldn't be beating Lacey Evans, you know? We're probably going to give her her win back against uh, uh, Bianca Belair, too. Because Bianca Bianca Belair beat her uh, a couple weeks ago, whatever, and they're going to give – but they're probably going to give her her uh, win back over Bianca Belair, which is really going to piss me off because I think Bianca Belair is probably the next she the uh, one. champion. Yeah. Yeah, she got it. She don't want to, yeah, she should be certainly protected. Lacey Evans is probably right right there after her in, in the, as far as, like, who you should pr- be protecting with as far as wins and losses go. And I think Dakota Kai is up there, but you can book her differently because of the way her yeah. – like, she's, she can lose. And and because nobody's like she's Bailey, 
And she yeah, ba- like the, fine. Yeah, because she's better. Matter of fact, if she, she loses, is, you'll get more sympathy on wins. her, and you'll like her more, maybe. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, uh, but, but, uh, so uh, and of course, of, Shayna Baszler. Even though you yeah. know I hate her guts, she should be you know up there as far as protected. So when one of those other protected yeah. women you know beat her, it, it, it means something. Whether it's whether it's Dakota Kai, Kyrie Sane, or you know Bianca Belair in in six months right. or whenever you know they think she's ready. Um, uh, I was I was listening to uh, uh, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi and um, a lot of heat. It was a lot of heat and contention over how bad Raw was. Like some people said it was good, some people said it. Well, right. I'm sorry, I said it was shit. It was trash. It was trash. It, and it okay. wasn't trash in the sense that everything on it was garbage. It's just that um, it had like a bad. I mean, when you end with that main event, it, that's not. That's that's. You know, yeah, but how did that main event end? Like, it was okay. It's, I was kind of like 50-50, right? Because they had good, then they had bad. It was a roller coaster. They had the great Bailey thing, and then they they fucked it up with, oh, then you got to go to counseling. Like, man, come on, counseling. dude. Like, niggas in the street don't go to counseling. Like, we don't need counseling. I need and, to be And wrestling, again, and if you were consistent, everybody on your fucking roster would go to counseling because your entire business model <laughs> right. is people being angry with each other and solving those problems through violence, through physical fucking exactly. violence. Now you want to take that and go, hey, oh, hey, they're a little too far. Like, no, we haven't even they, – they punched and kicked each other. That was it. Nobody, nobody right. flipped an ambulance yeah. over. Nobody flipped anybody's gurney over. Nobody crashed into a thing. Like – Roman Reigns and and and, exactly. and and Braun Strowman never had to go to counseling, so it's kind of yeah they would have yeah. killed each other anyway. But yeah, it's it's I, the re, the reason Raw ended up being trash because it it seesawed. Okay, fine, but the last straw was you ended on a Roman Reigns good note. Like you you bring him out to help sell that second the end. Like Roman. whatever. No, that's seriously though, seriously, seriously that's though, it's, that's that's how you ended. Do you yes. think that Vince trusts Roman? Do you think he trusts him, even though he continually takes the belt from him? He he has the power to keep it on him, but he doesn't. Why? He has the power to just say, you're champion, and that's it. And I do, I'm starting to think, I listen to the callers, I actually think that uh, Brock refuses to drop the title to Roman. I'm not even lying. Think about the reaction he had at the last WrestleMania. Who, why would Brock give a fuck? Why would Brock all of a sudden go against everything okay, we know I'll, about I'll Brock Lesnar's personality over the last 15, that. 18 years and care I'll about dropping that. a title to Roman Reigns? Because Come he's on. not Carmelo Anthony. Because he's not Carmelo Anthony. What? Wait, you don't watch basketball, do you? My bad. I know you don't. I mean, I know Because he's not – because he actually gives a fuck about what he does in the ring. When he had that bad no, match with Goldberg – He gives a fuck about how – Fucking zeros and them checks clearing. When he had that, when he had that match with Goldberg, that didn't leave a bad taste in his mouth. That, he was just like, "Oh fuck it, whatever." What? In Even 04? though you know he had that interview. That, yeah. Why? Okay. Why is it so hard to believe that? They do. Even Roman Reigns actually gives a shit about what he does in the ring, not just his paycheck. Like they actually do it for a living. Even That's what makes LeBron Brock Lesnar so unique. He I, doesn't care. He knows he's a draw. He knows he doesn't watch wrestling. He doesn't give a fuck about wrestling. Why does would he so care about think, doing the job? To you know, putting Roman over at any at any time. Just make sure my check don't bounce. That's all he care about. 
Of course, that's the everything we know so, about Brock Lesnar's personality out of the arena? directly to that. So you're telling me Brock, Brock Lesnar doesn't care about being booed at WrestleMania and people getting up. So that 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 tiff or that that scrum, uh, uh, when uh, they say that uh, Shane got in his face in the back, you think that was all complete bullshit? That Brock wasn't mad at all? That that was just made up bullshit? Shane got in Brock's face, or Brock got in Shane's face? You didn't? No, Shane. It it was it was rumored, big rumored. I mean, like given what what happened at WrestleMania, you know, clearly you you know you could argue that it was a work. But yeah, it was said that Vince uh that Brock got in Vince's face and he got he it got so loud and heated that he threw the title against the wall and Shane got Oh yeah, I remember that. And then he signed like three weeks yeah. later. Yeah. Or resign or re up this contract by extended it or whatever. Rich, that's what, that's what I remember you don't from think that so? story. After all that he fucking resigned for uh, you know, three million dollars, whatever the fuck it yeah. was. Again, that don't mean he wasn't mad, though. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure if somebody at your job was like, I, right, you know, if you were super mad at your job, but they was like, all right, here go the money we owe you plus double that, you get right back on, too, no matter how much beef you had with them. Unless it's short of them calling you the N-word and, you know, stuff like that and letting the Even then, police talk hey, about hey. you. $100 a uh, nigger. I'll take it. <laughs> 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 now that's the definition of a sellout or a buy-in. Hey. I call that a buy-in. I call that a buy-in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate talking with you, man. I didn't have much, man. I know y'all got to go yeah. to VIP. You know. Uh, but yeah, always good listening to y'all. Oh, oh, wait. One more thing. One more thing. Pentagon uh, Junior. Saw saw him on uh, Saturday Saturday night in little old Gridley, California, in a. In a um, a gym. It was a fucking like high school gym or grammar school gym or something like that. That guy's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like he is definitely. I, I say it's probably in no particular order. The top three guys in the world right now to me: uh, Seth Rollins, Kenny Omega, and then it's Pentagon Jr. I, okay. I I really do say that because the way he came out, even in that gym, man, it wasn't a lot. It wasn't sold out or nothing like that. And plus. You know, it wouldn't have been that big anyway. But the way he came out, he just had this. I had already met him before he was in in his full costume. But he came out, it was different. It was way different. And, you know, like, it was, it was just crazy. Were you there crazy as a fan or as, a, as, a, as press? Uh, I was there as a fan. I didn't get okay. credentials for that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it was. I, I can understand why they didn't get credentials. They didn't sell out like they did last year. I was going to wonder, last like, wow, year, I mean, yeah. It was for this old, you know, for this gym show that didn't even sell out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I wish. No, but uh, they actually, they were actually on Twitch. Uh, they were live streaming on Twitch. They did it in like three different segments. But yeah, last year they they sold out because Juventud Guerrero was there and um, Pentagon is huge and like, everybody there knew. But like, I can understand Pentagon not being Pentagon Junior not being as big as Juventud. You know, at you know. That's just is it is what it is, you know. Like, I get it, but yeah, that it was an amazing show, man. Uh, I uh, uh, I sent stuff to Wade. I don't know if he got it. I told Rich to tell him that I sent it to him. I don't know if he got it. It's whatever though. But um, yeah, that was a great show, and uh, you guys had a great show too, man. Y'all had me cracking up. Yeah, good, good. So, all right. On that note, get the hell out of here. We talk to you. All right. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, 
We're done. Uh, VIP folks, stick around. Rich and I'll be back for for a little for uh, another uh, hour or so of of content. So click over to the VIP portion, and free folks, we'll get at y'all next week. Uh-